I got this new game on my phone. Uh, it's called like Crypto. I think I got the high score. Is that the silence you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, there's the silence. Um, What's going down, everybody? Gang, gang, you already know what it is. Um, As you can see, my cohort, as you would say, maybe. Uh, B-Show isn't here. Um, Gang, gang, shout out to fucking B-Show. You already know what it is. Yeah. Happy Friday to everybody. Um, I'm Styles the Prophet. And I'm Jonesy. I was waiting for I, mean, <laughs> I even yeah. was, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's how, like. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, that's. that's that yeah. <laughs> um, and with B-Show, we're the Basement Weirdos. And uh, this is the 4G Audio Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Tonight, special guest, Sam Radford. How you doing, man? What's up, guys? How you doing? <laughs> Just chilling, man. Um, so, how you doing? Oh, you know, man, Friday, Friday evening in a Canadian winter, you know, I don't think it really could, could get more intimate than a basement in a cul-de-sac on the outskirts of Ottawa. Let's go. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, no. So for those of you guys who don't know, um, Sam, Sam Radford uh, does a podcast. What's it called? My Life? They're, yeah, it's just, My Life, just, Sam Radford. Pretty generic. You know, yeah, yeah. Maybe the best name for people to get me, but it's just about me. No, no. And, and uh, like I said, I, I tuned in a little bit, obviously, leading up to this or whatever. Um, but something that I want to ask, I know we already discussed it, but something I do want to ask is we're talking about the Sam Radfordson thing. And I was saying uh, for everybody to give the context, I was saying that my brother had said that the name sounds fake, Radfordson, but that's what it is on Instagram, but he'll fill us in on the story behind that. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I don't know, like 18 years old, made an Instagram account when like hashtags were still cool, and like, I was like, yo, it's Sam Radford, son, you know, like, let's get it, bro, like, you know, just growing up in Muskoka, hitting fucking poppers of water bottles. Oh, nice. Just not really knowing what the future is going to entail, you know, like. And now I'm here in a basement in a cul-de-sac uh, on a good podcast with some cool dudes and uh, some great production. And uh, I'm just happy to be here, man. And uh, my name is Sam Radford, and I'm probably going to go home and change my Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because as soon as I asked that, I'm like, I'm probably making a bigger thing than it needs to be. But I just thought it was funny because whenever my brother said that, and I just was also convinced at that time that that was your actual name. So it's just funny now that you say that. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, it's not even his real name. So it's, And it's not even that it was like, Sam Radfordson. It's like Sam Radford son. Like, you know. <laughs> Anyways, I just thought that was hilarious. But no, so you've had a lot of uh like so we had we've only just started kind of having uh battle rappers on our show, but but you've had a lot of battle rappers, you were saying even maybe some big names and shit too. Yeah, yeah. So like I've been a battle rap fan for a long time. Um like a big like big stats guy in sports, big historian guy, just love knowing why and how things were what they were and are what they are and how they came to be. And with battle rap, like it's always kind of been a thing with me. And so started this podcast. I did a few episodes by myself, uh, just kind of about like my interests and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And then I just hit up a battle rapper that I've been a fan of for like 10 plus years, not even thinking I get a response. And then six months later, I'm interviewing people all around the world, people who have made movies with Eminem, people who were executive producers for Unilad, Shaq's third cousin. <laughs> a guy who was on a boat for the Navy in the U.S. Army during 9-11 who received stuff in August about Al-Qaeda. Um, a guy on Wall Street who was there the day the planes crashed. 
Like it's bigger than battle rap, but it is based on battle rap, and I'll always love battle rap because of that. Because yeah. it's kind of like brought me reoccurring guests, and and like the more uh, battle rappers I have, the more respect I have in that community as well. So they're more prone to answer me. Oh, true. Um, so yeah, it's uh, been a blessing, and like you know, like it's not the end goal for just be battle rap because everybody's interesting, and it's kind of like my life, but a big part of my life was battle rap. Yeah, the yeah. way I speak to people, the way I interact with people, I'm a bit too quick when I talk. I'm a bit too fast when I talk. I'm a bit too combative with with topics. Um, yeah, battle rap kind of framed who I am in a weird way. It kind of sounds like yeah. super corny, but it just is what it is, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I used to battle rap myself. Like yeah. I used to rap. Like I used to like want to have that dream, you know. But now it's just uh, I guess you call me an analyst or, or uh, you know a journalist or journalists do journals, do analysts do anal. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious. Sorry, like, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, that like actually com- like a duck. Yeah, <laughs> that actually completely threw me off. Oh, so you're saying the battle rap, like uh, it's not all about that, but it, it kind of is is the like core or whatever. Yeah. So like, same with us. Like we started the thing, and we were like, okay, we're just gonna like make it a thing, and then like anyone who wants to promote shit can come on. But like, we were like we were always going to shows and stuff like hip-hop shows and stuff so we ended up talking to people and like and also we all like hip-hop so now we've almost like just done so much hip-hop that it like looks like we're just a hip-hop podcast and like i mean we should maybe just take it and run with it but at the same time i'm like yo like so like i want to try and get away from that like you're saying like the fucking even like that like the wall street dude and shit like that or the guy that was like receiving the fucking papers from al-qaeda and shit like that like that's fucking cool man so like i want to get into that shit too like where it's more like stories and shit and that's what i like about yours is it's like it's my life but it's like about like like uh i read a bio thing on like spotify yeah or something and it and it really gave me the impression is that that that's what your thing is is that it's it's uh my life like it's like stories right you know what i mean like you're talking about how it's like your life and shit but at the same time like i just feel like it brings out like the stories and people you know and that's what i want to try and like not that we're getting not getting enough content already but i just mean like i want to move into like you know comedy and shit like that and like maybe even like skateboarding and shit like shit that i'm into right sweet i'm into both of those uh i'll I'll, I'll interrupt and i'll go do it so yeah, I moved to Ottawa in 2013. Uh, I went to school originally for like ju- just general media and arts. And then upon that, I loved film. So I did a script writing and you do, um, what the fuck do you call it? An internship. Uh, and I did an internship at Yuck Yuck's Comedy Club. Oh, no way. Oh, shit. I met Norm MacDonald, rest in peace. Oh, I met Gilbert Gottfried. I met Andy Dick. He's a fucking dick. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like that That's was super cool to me. I've been always been a big stand-up fan too, right? Like my two, I'd probably say Chappelle, Chris Rock, and Cat Williams would be my top Ooh, three. Cat Williams. Um, and then yeah, man. Like with everything too, with lifestyle too. Like uh, I saw you do poutine reviews, man. I love food. I've been a professional cook for the better half of my life as oh, well. Oh yeah. You know? So like anything can be interesting, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, true that though. It's like fucking Eminem said one time, like. Like, they were talking about how to, like, write lyrics and shit, like, how to write songs and stuff. And he's like, man, he's like, write about, like, you, like, your life and shit. He goes, people don't want to write about them and their life because it's boring to them. Because they're like, oh, I'm bored of this. But he's like, had I not talked about, like, my life and shit, he's like, I might not be here. You know what I mean? He's like, people found that fucking interesting or they thought it was funny or thought it was cool or whatever, right? And that's the thing, right? So, like you said, it's fucking, 
I kind of forget what you said, but same idea, right? It's like fucking, it's it's uh, do do your shit, right? Because then that's interesting to somebody out there, right? And I figured the Putin thing would be good because it's like people from other countries and shit would be like, "What the fuck's going on?" You know, like what's this thing? What's a Putin? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I gotta go to Canada and find this guy or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense, and it's just like uh, that's a niche, right? Because then you can start doing that. Like for instance, my girlfriend. Uh, she's beautiful. I love her to death. Shout out to you, baby. Uh, she doesn't, she, she, she really likes chicken fingers and she doesn't like a lot of other food. Um, so like I told her, why don't you go around Ottawa reviewing all the chicken fingers in Ottawa? Like it's such a niche, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you can call it like clucking it or something like that. Or like love me tender. But like, <laughs> yeah, man, everybody's got their own thing, right? Like a big thing, um, for instance, if I uh, am interviewing a guy from the States and I know they're from a state that has a basketball team, uh, I always just talk shit about their basketball team because I'm a big Raptors fan. Yeah, so yeah. if I've interviewed guys from Oakland, I just talk about 2019. And then they're like, fuck you, we were injured. And I'm like, fuck you, bro. Everybody's injured all the time <laughs> in sports. <laughs> but no, you, and you were saying earlier too, you're a big basketball guy? Huge basketball yeah, yeah. guy, man. Yeah. Uh, best Raptor of all time is Morris Peterson. Uh, second to none would be Andrea Bagnani, uh, Aaron Gray, uh, Matt Bonner. This is for the fans of the Raptors during the bad years. Uh, Jose Calderon, uh, Jorge Garbajosa, Anthony Parker, Roshon Esterovich. Um, we had uh, DJ Augustine for about a half a season, Sean Marion, Tremaine O'Neal tried to revive his <laughs> career. Uh, how much more do you want to go into the bad years of the Raptors? Holy <laughs> like shit! Fucking rattling off a list of names that probably nobody knows. Yeah, nobody man. needs to know any of those names and except for Morris Peterson. And that's the thing too is I was gonna say too like I was like holy shit man your name and like people that like well I mean I don't really know I don't also don't really like follow basketball that much but I just mean you didn't go to like Vince Carter or something or like whatever right like no it was like, like when Charles Oakley played with Vince Carter Vince Carter lost against Iverson for us you know but I love Vince Carter <laughs> so it's okay I'm not mad at him I just you know boo him whenever he played in the arena when he came back <laughs> here you go <laughs> that's hilarious no uh, I'm a, as I said I said before the podcast I think I'm a big hater right so I've been a fan of the Raptors my whole life if we're gonna delve into me um and I was a fan when we were really bad. And like, even when we won, I thought it was like a hoax. I was like, they're going to figure something out to say that we didn't win. Because like, I almost like the bad years better than the good years. They were still hoping. Oh, yeah. It might be the negative person in me, you know, but I always <laughs> root for the underdog, man. Yeah, yeah. Me too, I guess. I try to. It's because you make more money off of the underdog. Yeah, or you <laughs> fucking are like a Chicago Bears fan and you just lose every fucking week, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Like a fucking Toronto Maple Leafs of the Chicago NFL? Chicago Bears, no, but they're just a laughing stock, man. Like, they finally got a good quarterback this year named Justin Fields and it didn't work out for them. I can't believe we're talking about Chicago sports. Yeah. If you really want to get into it, uh, you know High Fidelity John Cusack? John Cusack, the oh, actor. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. He got into it with a with a blogger about uh, being a White Sox fan or or a Cubs fan because they have the two teams for baseball there. Yeah, yeah. And that was pretty hilarious on Twitter. This guy went viral for telling John Cusack, "You can only go to one team's game. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go to both." Yeah, it's like Drake being a fan of everybody that's winning. <laughs> Shots fired. That's good. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, shots fired, Drake. It's four one six. We are six one three. We are the six. 
Uh, that's funny. I always thought that too. I'm like, why do they call it the six? I'm like, I thought we were the six. They're or the like, four. if anyone was going to be the six, I figured we would be. Right? Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some positive shit. What's going on in your guys' lives? Jonesy, man. Okay, this is a big thing. I've watched you guys' podcasts a few few times. Like, I never really get uh, in-depth with Jonesy. What's going on, man? No, nobody ever gets in-depth with me. Yeah, man. How are <laughs> you, buddy? I'm just the guy behind the scenes, you know? Yeah, I know. I'm doing all right, man. Thanks for asking. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's good, man. All right, back to you, Styles. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious yeah. i'm just kidding no Jonesy, not... your um your f- top three albums you would bring to a desert island top three albums yeah oh, sure. any genre that is you're putting me on the spot here. okay you don't have to say top three of all time i'm just saying i'm gonna put a gun to your head and you have to take three albums all right um yeah that, that, that's i'm gonna have to think about that one i'd say hmm Something by J. Cole. I like his new um, KOD. I like that album. Something by Logic, probably. Full Extraction by Flacco. And yeah, yeah, that's a good plug right there. Full Extraction. I'll take that one as well. (laughs) (laughs) Audience, just somebody just give some love love to Jonesy. Just type Jonesy in the chat. There you go. Nice. (laughs) Fucking right. That's it, man. Fuck yeah. So you were saying earlier, too, you work at a fucking weed store? Yeah, I, so, my dad told me when I got the job, it's going to be weird that you sell it legally now, Sam. Yeah, yeah, I work at a weed store now. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> That's so okay. Here's my thing, though, is I don't like... I'm I not saw a, your review on the medical marijuana. No. So Styles also does reviews. I'm just going to give a little recap on what Styles does. <laughs> so Styles does reviews on poutine and several other products as well as marijuana. Um, marijuana in concentrated form. Uh, so... He reviewed some Pink Kush by Pure Sun Farms, which is one of Ontario's best sellers. It's usually sold for about $20 for 3.5. It comes to about uh, 2260 after tax or something like that. Something like that. Anyway, it's a pretty good product for bang for your buck, but I can understand that a person who gets very good high-grade weed that's not from the government would not like it. <sighs> anyway. But, but see, I got it out west, too. It wasn't the same same strain, but I got other uh, beasts. Good stuff. Or the sun farms? The thing is with the weed industry, to be honest with you, is like with the government regulations now, like you're going to hear the same name or see the same name from a million different companies. Yeah. Some companies are taking over other strains, like when like pop companies will take over smaller pop companies. So like uh, in in Canada and Ontario, it's very uh, government and um, corporate. So okay. like you'll find like one company just buying all the other companies and stuff like that. Or like one person, like an independent grower will do well. They'll just get scooped up by a corporation, just get offered a bunch of money, you know? See that Rockstar Kush works, wasn't man. bad. It's, uh, and then soon you're going to have like big marijuana. Yeah. No, it's it's going to be yeah. wild. Yeah. yeah. That's it, right? It's going to be more like mom and pop. Because like right now they're fucking everywhere. Like, yeah. Everywhere. So we live in Ottawa, which is like a student city, right? And yeah. it's like the joke is like there's like a shawarma shop all over the place. Yeah. Like, more weed stores than shawarma shops now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's well, but there's also I know the because I was looking into to getting a like doing a dispensary like before it all happened, but I guess there's like a thing like there can only be so many shops within a certain area. But dude, they say that, but it's illegal. And I'll tell you right now from a scoop. Go to is, Wellington. There's like yeah. Like there's I, I I work right on Wellington, but it's there's one down. there's one that's attached to the other because there is that law, but also the government is literally shit. You not trying to put up a hundred stores a month right now in Ontario? Crazy. 
Like, think about, like, even going to, like, Stittsville or Canada. There's at least a few dispensaries, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Starting out with three, three years ago to the amount we have now. Yeah. The growth, it's a, I joke, quote, unquote, it's a budding industry. Mm -hmm. But, like, it is, man. It's wild, you know? And, like, the crazy thing for me is breaking the stigma. I also do a lot of, like, customer relations. Like, I go to, like, old folks' homes and, like, talk to them about, like, CBD and CBN and CBG. Yeah. And, like, doing that instead of taking a bunch of crazy medication and stuff like that, you know? And, like... It's wild too, like uh, the demographic you get. You have homeless guys, and then you have working professionals, retired uh, people, uh, students, uh, people that turned nineteen yesterday. It's wild. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I don't know, and it's weird because, like, I like I said, it's so like, I don't know. I'm not like I said, I'm not a huge fan of it because it's all pretty expensive and it's all pretty fucking like, especially if you want to smoke the good weed, right? And like you're saying, that shit was two twenty two something or whatever. Twenty two sixty two dollars sixty cents on the they on the they 20, charge yeah. me fucking twenty nine ninety nine. So you can price match at weed stores now. It's like when Walmart but, came in. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. When Walmart but, came in and you could price match at Zellers. But no, they they yeah. they. I it was twenty nine ninety nine, but I got the fucking thirty percent discount, which made it like twenty dollars and fifty cents or some shit. So I was like, cool, yeah, if I'll take that, yeah, cool. And now you're telling me that that was basically, like, regular price. Oh, buddy, so, like, if you're just a thing, like, shout out, this is for, like, all of my low-key weed heads in Ontario who want to buy government shit. <clears throat> Highbuddy.ca. Price matches to the lowest of any strain. You look, type in the strain or anything you're looking for, highbuddy.ca. Bring that shit to a weed store near you and get that shit on, on a cheap price. What? There's my little, uh, there's an ad for you. Huh. That's interesting, though, because... It's wild. I could do that, right? Yeah, man, but I don't know, man. So I'll tell you. So you probably you seem like when I met you, you're kind of guy who knows a guy who gets really fucking good weed, and if that guy's not around, he gets really good weed, and he's always good and solid. I'm one of those dudes growing up who was having dealers always flip flop on them. They say they're about to leave their house, and then four hours later, they're 15 <laughs> I, I minutes away. Right no, there. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, I know what that struggle. I'm in the driveway. No, you're not. I'm in the driveway, and I don't fucking see you. But I'm in the driveway that's whenever you come shit. to my store, you know what I mean? No, I know. And that's the thing is, I was actually saying that the other day. I'm like, thing is, is like, it's like going to the liquor store, right? You like, you know that it's open at this time and like, you can just go in and get it. You don't have to call and wait for the guy and like, whatever, right? So on your way home from work, you just want to pick up some weed. Like, you don't want to fucking wait and do the thing and like, whatever. So like, you know, I get it. It's super convenient. And a lot of people don't really care what they smoke too. So that's a problem too. Like, like as a sadly it's a really funny name we're called bud tenders like yeah, yeah for weed but um people come in and they're like so you're a weed guy you know weed right they'll come in the biggest question hey i want the highest ghd for the best price and then i say okay first off what's your price range because like we're going to see what the highest thc is for like your price range second off are you into sativa indica or hybrid yeah. i don't fucking care the best of the best of the best guys come out leaving with the bunkest weed that you, you get you know what i mean like people don't know what they want yeah because it's the biggest thing like uh grew up working in kitchens right so 28 worked since i was 12 got into the industry a year ago so like 15 ish years of cooking professionally right and you deal with shit, but in the back of house, when you see people in the front, man, it's like, it's wild, especially in the weed industry, the amount of like angry people you have, it's like, you're fucking smoking weed, you're getting weed like legally now, how mad can you be? Like, <laughs> like, it's fucking wild, man. The, the retail industry is insane. You get a lot of respect for people. Like I was on Black Friday recently with my girlfriend at oh, yeah. the mall and like, I was like retail, like clothing store workers should get paid triple time on those kind of holidays, man. It's, it's wild. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, just yeah. A fuck. Massacre of a story, you know? Yeah. And even too, even though they probably fucking uh, like put on a lot of people for those shifts, it's probably still not enough, right? The, the stress you would deal with. Cause yeah. We're all, 
I don't know about you, man, but like, man, for all for all pansies these days, bro, we're all the, it's depression season, dark at four thirty. You know what I mean? So yeah, <laughs> I'm booking that shift off. Yeah, true that. Fuck that. Yeah, you're dealing with angry people too. Yeah, I don't want any of that. But um, so what's your guys' connection with the battle rap scene in Ottawa? Because I'm not too connected with the Ottawa scene. I'm more like with like the bigger, grandi. I guess you would say grandiose or whatever. Shout scene. out Frenchy, my guy. Um, Frenchy yeah. Fresh. Shout out to him. He's liked. Uh, I posted a couple of my podcasts in their group, and he liked them. I saw his name. Nice. So okay. Yeah. yeah. No, he's a solid dude. So he. So I've been in contact with him. Um, and he came on the show or whatever with a couple of artists. Um, and then um, so like, pretty much that's it. We had the fucking champ on. We had like a fucking nobody special. Uh, that literally was his name. Um, and uh, he was like kind of rookie dude or whatever but um and that's it really though and then who's the other dude um i wasn't like so oh come on now it's coming to MBS me that i because i was no i know but um uh, so cranium Joe... cranium the fucking come on now okay oh, hey, hey, jugga because i think he i think he fucks with the crb as well okay i'm, I'm jugga. sorry jugga or not yeah. fucks with, but i think he's like part of it or something because i've been in contact with both of cranium and crb and they reference the same conversations. Well, I saw you guys were giving away tickets to the CRB's last event, which had like probably the biggest battle in Ottawa history. Yeah, that was, was like the Sharon one. Versus Sharon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been. I, the thing is, fucking, we actually had tickets for that too, but I didn't get to go. Um, and I was busy because they gave us like a pay per view thing too. Mm. But um, but that's the thing too is we were talking about battle rap outside or something, and I was saying, or no. Yeah, yeah, and I was saying, um, or I was going to say, did you see the Poe Rich and Sharon? Uh, I didn't watch it, but like, okay, <laughs> this is going to be funny because I had this whole like homage to battle rap earlier. I follow it and I see everything that's going on, but like I'm not a teenager anymore. I can't watch like five hours of battle rap a day, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't even really, to be honest with you, like, like I'll watch throwbacks. Like, shout out to my boy Ali who drove me, uh, he's just sitting in the cut. Like when I show these guys battles, because they're a bit younger than me and stuff, um, I show them older ones because those are the ones I enjoy, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to show you, an, like, like yeah, shout out to Nas's new album and everything, but I'm not going to show you a new Nas song. I'm going to show you a song from Illmatic. Yeah, I mean? oh, facts, yeah. So, like, that's kind of how I am. And as I said, like, I'm a 28-year-old dude and a 50-year-old's personality. Like, I'm a very, like, oh, back in the day type thing. Yeah, like, me you know, too, like, kind of, though, but I'm also, like, I like I like basketball. The 90s, dude, I wish I could have been... Like my age in the '90s, watching basketball, yeah, I just yeah. feel like it was different, you know. Like the competition, the Detroit, the bad boys, like Reggie Miller at the Garden, Jordan Jordan's flu game, like all that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Just different now, you know. You have it's just like it's like the golden age of sports, man. Like, yep, for real. Even boxing, I don't know like how big you are into boxing. Yeah, that's the those were the Tyson years, right? Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. the what was it, Ray Lewis and all those guys, right. like. The ones who are fun, uh, funny enough coming back now because it's like a cash grab, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like Tyson's apparently fighting Logan Paul. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, because he just fought Logan Paul. Just fought Floyd Mayweather, and like I guess that's the next, the next name, you know? Oh my god. There's gonna be like I don't it, even the Floyd it's Mayweather the fight. It was exactly it's it is for the bag because like no, oh, there was an exhibition. How can you have an exhibition fight? A fight is a win or loss thing. It's, it's not a nil-nil score at the end of a soccer game, football for my European friends. <laughs> but, like, an exhibition match for a fight, I'm okay, I'm going to go to watch an NBA like a game, like and once they score 100, I'm going to leave. 
like yeah I, I agree no and like watching, yeah. watching fights now compared to when you see like the tyson holyfield for example you watch that fight now and it's like fucking well and if you're a fan jonesy like the i feel i've heard from the community is like it's these dudes who train their whole life as fighters aren't getting the look or the bag that these people who are social media influencers getting the bag you know like these boxers who train their whole life as a boxer they're just like they're on the undercard and nobody cares about them they're just looking at like the paul brothers right you yeah know? yeah which that, like, they're not getting the appreciation that could be like so potentially i see that being good for getting attention to to bigger fights and like like to the sport of boxing bringing it back to like bro the biggest know, big, boxers big fights you know I feel like the biggest boxers are on the undercards of these things now. Or what was the bit last big one, the heavyweight fight? The Fury guy? Yeah, Tyson Fury or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. was the last big boxing match, yeah. right? Like, But like that got no media attention compared to like, not even talking about Jake Paul and Logan Paul. This is a debacle. There's there's a big two going on right now with a company called Social Blade. But um, TikTok had a whole boxing match earlier in the year. What? And it was TikTokers versus YouTubers. And that one flopped terribly, man. And it's just like kind of being a mockery on the sport, you know? Yeah, like, it's true, though. Whereas you can respect the Paul brothers for all the training they're doing. I'll respect them, but they didn't have to start from nothing. Right. They didn't start from amateurs and shit like that, you yeah. know? Yeah. But that's just life, guys. Like, we have these people on TikTok who do a dance or a facial move, and they've got more money than all of us in this room combined for the rest oh, of our lives. man. I saw these fucking, I drove by the fucking school the other day. And I just like turn and I like look over and there's a bunch of kids over there and I was like, cool, yeah, like kids are playing and shit. And I look and there's like, it's like two or three of these like little girls like under ten years old, and they're all like, like shaking their ass and like looking back at each other and shit, right? <laughs> yeah. And I swear to God, one of them had a fucking a phone or something or a lap or a tablet or whatever, you know? Yeah. I was like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, these little girls are filming a TikTok, but they're like, I'm assuming, but they're like fucking, like twerking or whatever the fuck i was like yo what the fuck i'm and like what, that's so what, horrible uh, my friend who i work with who does i never know the names but it's he's studying some kind of brain stuff like psychology or yeah someone who's doing paper on like younger kids like and the development of the brain from a certain age like i think it's like i don't know three to seven or five to eight it's like around there and it's like because even me and my generation i can attest to it that like i watch i wake up and look at my phone i watch shit until i go to bed like Kids these days are given screens too early, and then there's like a development part of their brain that's just not developing for like being. Yeah. Like, you know, like when you're a kid, it's you would attention. be outside till the light would be off, and then that's when you go and say, like, I remember like being in my mom's garden playing with those army figures you could get in like bags of. Yeah, man. And shit, yeah. You know, and like I miss that, but now I just uh, I look at my anchor scores. That's how we're at my up, upload my podcast. I upload anchor in the morning. I'm like, how many people have listened to me talk in the last few days? You know, like. Yeah, yeah. But no, and the thing is, is man, like uh, phones and shit like that. It um it never lets you like um like you're always stimulated, right? So even like playing these games or watching whatever, you never get a fucking like a long enough time to like sit and think and like get into your own thoughts. And I actually noticed that myself because I would watch T V and then I'd pull up my phone and then fucking I'd be like, Oh shit, I missed that, so I'd go back, put my phone away, and then not long later I'm out with my phone again. And then, like, it's fucking commercials, and then it's this, and then it's that. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, where was all that time that I used to have to, like, think about shit or, like, you know, like, organize shit in my head? And even if I just sit and watch TV, like, by itself, I can, like, kind of fucking 
like sort of like go through shit in my head but when i'm doing this and this and like there's someone in the room i'm talking to them or whatever i'm like so fucking i don't get that like that time to focus or that time to fucking like get into my actual thoughts it's like this and then this and the next scene and then it's like my phone rings and then it's like you know talking to someone in the room and then it's the next scene and it's like it all moves so quick so you don't get the fucking the and then i saw a thing later that she explained it and it's like something like your brain never gets to focus on something longer than 11 seconds or something like that when you're watching tv or playing on your phone or whatever which doesn't get you into that like i fucking thinking about this or like whatever right so it's definitely bad at a young age to be practicing that right 100 percent. well and look at one of the most popular things before uh tiktok vine was huge right and it was like six second videos yeah yeah and so and then that becomes your attention span when you get used to that kind of media intake yeah so I'll watch Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, my favorite Lord of the Rings. But I'm just skipping to the fight scenes and I'm not listening to the dialogue or watching the dialogue in between anymore, you know? <laughs> like, I'm just watching the parts that I know I'm going to like. And then I'm kind of skipping through those at the same time, too. Really? Yeah? Sometimes, yeah, man. There's certain days, <laughs> I say this as an adult, now that when you get older and you get, like, more hungover, you know, like, the, it, like, hits different. When I'm hungover, I love nothing more than to just lay in my couch and watch movies because yeah, I can't focus or think about anything crazy or like my brain's not at this function. So I'm just chilling, smoking weed, just chilling, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah see, I'm the same way though, man. I wake up and like, I usually don't get like too hungover. I like more or less like I'll be like just tired from being up and shit like that. Um, but yeah, I'll get up and I'll like move to the couch, order a pizza and like. I can sit and watch TV. And the shit. mornings are when I focus the most. I try to like, I'll, I'll, I'll work like, uh, and like a closing shift or something, go home and too energy based to like be able to focus on something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny how that shit works out. But I still love a good movie though, man. Like, I can still, if it's good, I can hunker down. Or like, as, as I said, like, I'll be distracted. But if it's like a really good TV show, I'll knock out the whole entire season in like a day or two. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so, like, and the other thing, too, is like you were saying you went to school for film and shit. Yeah. And um, so, like, you're saying, like, you skip to the fight scenes and shit and whatever. But, like, whenever you watch movies, do you, like, kind of, like, I critique them and shit? Or, like, I do. And I judge a lot since I went to school because I kind of learned how to make a movie and the wrongs and rights. Or you can tell a plot very quickly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I'll be like, I know this, this, and this is about to happen, and it usually will, right? Yeah. But gives you a certain love for it, too. Like, I, and I, like, as you said, like, sometimes when I'm not focused, I'll skip to the fight scenes, but when I watch movies, I love dialogue, and I love subtitles. Like, I love foreign films. And oh, stuff yeah? Like that. I find I focus that. more on the movie when you're reading the stuff. Sometimes it'll distract you from the picture, but the thing is, dude, is in script writing, um, we had to read one script a week, right? And reading a script is really boring because it'll show you, oh, yeah. it'll be like in this room, there's four of us right now, POV, camera shot from an angle, Jonesy's sitting behind the ones and twos, Styles and Sam are talking, my friend just dropped a drink. And like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when you're watching the movie, it's really reading a script. Yeah, yeah. Like you're literally reading the script. So what I would do is I just watch a movie on subtitles. Right. I've, I've had to do that mm. for like the last month or more probably actually. <laughs> literally just because oh, yeah. like the so newborn son six months old right like so we'll be just sitting watching tv and like for the maybe you know brief hour that you get while he's taking a nap and he's really quiet and i've got this white noise thing that keeps him keeps him asleep or whatever so i've got the white noise on and i'm trying to like be super quiet so i've got like the tv down yeah and just like the subtitles yep. on and i'm just like reading everything 
um and like at first i hated it because i'm like fuck i just like i can't hear anything i want to watch tv with the sound again i miss like just like get wireless yeah. headphones yeah that's i should I'd rather do that. have ones that actually like plug in your tv somehow or whatever oh for it like there's i mean i got a smart tv so i probably could just like connect it like bluetooth or but i get you though because you can still you still can hear what's going on but then you can focus on the thing too with you have it on subtitles right but here's the thing is i don't like reading subtitles when it's fucking uh another language okay i get you on what? that but did you watch squid games there no so there's two squid, versions right? yeah so it, it was released in straight up korean and yeah. you can do subtitles or overdubbed like you know when you'd watch uh we're, we're on video right when yeah. you watch like a kung fu movie and they'd be like uh hi but it would be like yeah hi. oh yeah yeah yeah. The... <laughs> yeah and so like and so like i tried doing the overdub one with the english because i'm but I, I couldn't and i watched it in the korean with subtitles and i found it much better but okay so then that may be the issue but i i watched like 15 seconds i was like no you're not doing this to me and i just <laughs> shut it off i'm like not having that man it was wild man yeah but see like and then but what but it's um it's i just find it like i don't know but sometimes i'll read it might be the other way around sometimes i'll read it when it's fucking english yeah and then i find myself reading the fucking subtitles more than you're focusing on the thing yeah i think i've just done it for so long because my parents are very like so my mom uh here's another thing about me right um my mom speaks seven different languages. Holy shit. So we, we'd watch a lot of foreign films growing up, so I think I might have catered to watching things with subtitles yeah. because it was just of nature for me. So I've always kind of been into that, you know? I don't really read very fast. <laughs> Dude, I used to read a, a like a book every two or three days, and now I'm just fucking on my baske <laughs> basketball fantasy app and uh, YouTube, and that's about it, you know? <laughs> You got a fucking fantasy team? Is that what's up? Got two of them right now. Holy shit, eh? Yeah. You like, gamble on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. One league is uh, <laughs> winners 2,500, and the other league winners 3,000, I think. Holy fuck. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. And it's just basketball, or do you do anything? Just else? basketball. Uh, I dabble in football, but I kind of, when I bet on football, it's like just for a game in okay. person. My buddies never want to bet with me, and I don't really hang around with gambling addicts, which I guess is good, but. I don't know, man. I like I like it. It's fun, you know, because I'm already very invested into it uh, already. So like, why not put a little bit of money on it? Not all yeah. the time, but that's why I love fantasy because it's like something to keep engaging and interacting with your friends. Like, dude, fantasy last year, like I mean, obviously sports were down for a while, but my fantasy league last year was great because it was like an interaction with friends you never saw in person. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you're just talking hella shit. You're really trying, like. But yeah, no, I love it. Because as I said earlier, big stats guy and stuff too. So like, you know, it's like, it's basically like playing a video game, right? Like in all these sports video games, there's like the My GM mode or whatever. Yeah. And that's basically what a fantasy team is, you know? So I like it. It's, it consumes a way too much time. Like I remember my draft, like made my made my girlfriend hang out in the other room. And like I like, you know, I had to focus. I had like three different things, screens on, you know? So uh, that's another thing too, is you're talking about it takes up a lot of your time um, with the podcast. How often do you do it is, like, I guess my main question. But the other thing is, is do you do a lot of fucking preparation for these things? So or? sadly enough, like I'm really pumped that uh, this fell this week because uh, as life happens to everybody, um, I hadn't done a podcast in September. I don't know if you guys experience the same thing, but with guests sometimes, especially of like their fame or anything like that like sometimes you'll 
you'll get a time booked and then it just doesn't go through and then they stop answering for a while. You can't be mad. Like they're busy with lives, right? They're doing you a favor by taking time out of it. But, and then I had a lot of stuff go on with me. Like my cat almost died. I went and visited my pops in Newfoundland in October, saw him for the first time in a couple of years. Um, but like, and then, you know, just stuff, it's depressing season, as I said earlier. So like life happened, but I'm trying to get back into it. And the biggest thing is I shouldn't just base it off my guests. Like I should just maybe throw an episode by myself. Yeah. But yeah, like that's the one thing, man, is like podcasting like made me just fall back in love with creativity because I went to school for it and then I didn't really do anything for it after because you have to pay for rent in school when you're done school. So yeah. on my resume, it's all kitchen shit. So you apply for any job, you end up getting the kitchen job, right? Sure. So yeah, so like out of college, I ran, I ran, a, I ran a theater uh, VIP Cineplex, if you know that. It's like a, it's like an adult version of a movie theater with like a oh, like full on meals shit. and drinks and shit yeah, yeah. and booze. And so like I was a kitchen manager for there in Ottawa and then like I moved up and up and got like, uh, was getting flown around Canada and like driven around Canada to like open new locations. Cause like I was oh, great with shit. timing and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. You're saying preparation and stuff and all. So yeah. Um, I'm getting back into it. You're definitely like my fans are going to start hearing again from me in the next week or so. I think I have a guy next week. Hopefully it goes through. Um, preparation is weird for me. So some of them I try to a bit more than others. Um, but I'm such fan of these people or I listen to them or I delve into it or like, even if I don't, it's all the vibe, man. Like, so growing up rapping and stuff like freestyling is a big thing. And then also trying to do like comedy or stand all that. It's all very off the cuff. So I kind of base the answer off the next question, but I always have a rough idea of how I'm going to shape the episode. I kind of have like a form of questions on how it goes. And then if we're like veering away, like I'll have something in the back pocket, but like, yeah, yeah. for instance, like one guy that I mentioned, um, the, I mentioned to him about the food thing. We ended up talking about food for like 45 minutes cause he was a yeah. chef as well, you know, or like uh basketball, uh, comedy, anything, man, you know what I mean? Like, uh, anything like boxing whatever like yeah. now versus then just like anybody's interesting and everybody's interesting like uh, right now i just work at a weed store like i see a lot of people that i grew up with like super successful having kids having houses i'm not in that scenario at all but i'm a lot more fucking interesting than those people you know what i mean like, <laughs> like they got money i got i got experience i guess you'd say you know what i mean like yeah. it's not a good thing i'm not like flaunting that i'm broke but i'm just saying i am <laughs> if you guys want to i don't have venmo or anything but like anyway um uh but yeah no like uh yeah man everybody's interested and i think just like uh the biggest thing i find when i watch interviews because i'm very it's like, critical of interviews now just like i was with film after yeah. school right and um so the guys that i interview are always surprised by my questions because i'm into them as a person because before a lot of times especially with rap or these industries people interview to you to get clout themselves yeah they don't interview you because they're interested in you right and these guys find out that i'm interested in them and like uh so kid twist is a guy I interviewed he's a yeah. former king of the king of the dot champion he wrote a movie called body that eminem produced yeah. he has uh one of the top uh grossing animes on netflix called yasuke oh uh sure. big big writer um I asked him about a talent show he did when he was 17 and he was like, you must have known somebody at that talent show. Like I'm fucking scared right now. Like that you had that question. So like when I deep dive into these guys, 
like, but then you get the respect and then they want to do the interview that much more. That's yeah. like, oh shit, like you really know what you're talking about because I care about it, right? Like, see, like, how do you find shit like that? I'm, uh, I'm just an interested guy, bro. Yeah. I'm always interested in everything. Like, I, I, I find, like, especially once I became an adult, is every day is a new day to learn. You think you know what you know growing up as a teenager, you think you know the world, you think you know everything, and then you realize you don't know anything, man. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, no, I love, and I love getting those questions to those people too, right? And then, like, you can you can go off that. So I interviewed this guy Nestle from Atlanta. Yeah, he's a battle rapper, and I'm a big fan of his rap as well, right? He was actually signed to uh, Interscope in the early 2000s. He was featured on a NBA video game in 2003. Um, he's been around the scene for a long time, and I knew just from his past because I've been a fan of his is that he lived in Germany as a child. Oh, shit. And so I made a reference because I know Shaq as a basketball fan lived in Germany as a child. So Shaq I did too? Yeah. So I made a joke to him. I said, Shaq's, I was like, you're the battle rap Shaq. He said, well, I'm actually Shaq's third cousin. Boom, right off the rip. And then uh, we were talking <laughs> about Atlanta hip hop because he's from Atlanta. And we were talking about um, Young Jock. It's going down. Me, yeah. me and the Ma. It's going down. Everywhere you meet me, guaranteed to go. So he did a play with Young Jock's wife. No way. So I'm just getting these really cool different deep dives, right? And like. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I'm just an interested-ass person. I meet a person, and I want to ask them 100 questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's, that's how, like, I get all the stuff that I do, man. I'm just interested. Yeah. That's it, you know? That's awesome, because even, too, like, like sometimes there's people, like, like, even, too, like, they might be, like, fairly popular or whatever, or, like, famous, if you will, or whatever. Not famous, but you know what I mean? Like, they have some clout, and I'll, like, look and try and look for shit, and I'm like, other than, like, the music they posted and the pictures they put online... I don't really, like, I can't really get anything, like, from it, right? Memory, bro. It's all, but so me, like, as I said, like, bro, and I, I, I don't remember a lot of shit, but I can somehow remember from watching a battle, an intro, on, like, a guy who, like, dude, I brought up to this guy named D-Rec who started a written battle rap leagues. Uh, uh D-Rec, is he the fucking, is he a DJ? No, no, not DJ D-Rec from Wild and Out. This guy's name is D-Rec Williams, David wait, Williams. Wait, was, wait, was he from Wild and Out? Wait, okay, whoa, what's that? DJ sec. D-Rec but is, is the DJ from Wild and Out. No, not D-Rec, D-Rec. Yeah, that's, that's from Wild and Out. But he was the DJ at the show at the fucking Snack the Ripper show. Really? Swear to God. Might have been another. Probably a different guy. But but that was his name. I mean, I feel like DJ D-Rec is like a super universal type of thing, right? Yeah, So this guy's name was D-Rec. Anyway, he started written battle rap leagues, like this thing called Grind Time that originally became worldwide, you know? Like he's credited to starting this new era. But I spoke to him about a girl that he was friends with. Just oh, from like Facebook posts back in the day, and he was like, "How the fuck did you know that?" You know, shit. Sure, yeah, you like Nardwar on him. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. They, that's they call me the battle rap Nardwar. Yeah, that's yeah, hilarious. Because yeah. that's actually I was watching some fucking I watched TED Talks, Nardwar TED Talks, and then I was watching some interviews and shit, and I'm like, man, I'm like, I gotta like get more information on these people. You know what I mean? Like pull some shit out on them where they're like, yeah, what the fuck? Dude, you it know? gets them really into it too. You yeah, know what I mean, like, so for instance, um, I interviewed Lush One. He's a big battle rap uh, personality. He's also a uh, rapper as well like me and my friends are huge fans of his music and i broke down a line of his from my perspective and a song he had and like i broke it down about like my struggle with alcohol at the time and stuff like that and he like he told me like he appreciated like how much i delved into his words rather than just listening to the song you know yeah true and just goes back to me being really interested in a lot of shit you know yeah um you just made me think of something there oh you said you uh struggle with alcohol I think it was the being a cook. You get, you know I what I see mean? that, like, yeah. Like it happens, like 
<clears throat> thank God it wasn't cocaine. Cocaine's more expensive, but like, you, <laughs> the, you don't get a belly from cocaine either. <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody struggles with everything. No, it's true. Like, I think anybody has a certain struggle, whether it be just in your own head, whether it be gambling, as we spoke about earlier, whether it be, I don't know, like obsessing about something. Yeah. Like, anything can be an addiction, right? Did it I become to... a bad, like a bad thing? Like a, like, yeah. Or was dude, it just like, like, like yeah, a... it did for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it did. And it, like, it was a problem with uh, me and my girl and yeah. stuff like that. That was a big thing. Shit. And like, you just, uh, it's, yeah, I think the biggest, which, like, I'm a creature of habit. And I, I say this, which is kind of hypocritical, but uh, I think repetition and too much of the same thing in life is really not good because you just get used to it and then you kind of like get in this circle. That's true. And then like a few years went go by and then you're like, I haven't done anything to progress myself. Well, then you, it's like you're you're um, you're uh, you're satisfied with fucking mediocrity. Well, and you're looking forward to the end of the night and not the end of your life, if that makes any sense. Yeah, you're not looking forward to like. Uh, uh, a long, beautiful life filled with happiness and friends and and um, success. You're looking for how are you gonna get to sleep type of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I feel you. Just wait for Friday nights. No. <laughs> <laughs> the problem was Fridays became Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Back to the grind. Back just back to back to back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, and and that's the biggest thing is just like cutting yourself off of it or getting yourself interested. So like. A big thing for me, man, the podcast helped a lot, being creative and, like, getting that and getting that itch again. And then, like, before I didn't do it, uh, like I told you, I haven't done it for a couple months like, yeah. due to reasons. But other than that, uh, before successfully, like, uh, every Tuesday I would upload. Because okay. I think that's the biggest thing, too, is consistency, right? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, when I get back into it, back for sure. Like, it's like, not that I haven't been out of it. It's just been unlucky with getting guests and scenarios in life. And I was on EI the first six months of the podcast, so I had a full schedule. So I was available whenever they were available. Yeah. Now I'm available one day a week, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> fuck. That's like me in the summer, man. Like, I, I work landscaping, and it's, like, 12-hour days. So, like, Monday to Friday, I'm, like... I got no time. There's like not enough hours in the day. Yep. But now it like come winter time, I get laid off for the season. So I have like all the time. Well, I used to have all the time in the world. Now I have a son. Now so you got a like, kid. <laughs> yeah. And now it's uh, a little more taken up, but uh, yeah, I like, I like having that balance between, you know, crazy hard work and, and having some a little extra time to, I see some of these people and I don't know how they fit so much into one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like I get so comfortable with like myself, for instance, I'll be like if I close at like eleven o'clock, then like I tell myself the next day, Oh, I'm not gonna do anything productive until like one PM because I'm gonna make up for the time that I lost. But like you know what I mean? I think that's the biggest thing is you just gotta grind, you know? Yeah. Like you gotta fucking do it now so you don't have to do it later. Exactly, right? Yeah. You know? Like, because nobody's gonna do it for you. Yeah, I you saw know? a thing the other day it was um Fucking, uh, what's his name? Gary V walking up an escalator. <laughs> and on the escalator, it said, uh, like on each step going up or whatever, you know, you could see it. And then it had his signature in each one, too. But um, it said, um, oh shit, it's coming. Do you want, want me to do my Gary V impression for you? Let's do it. So, like, Gary V's like going by like a, a yard sale with like a family whose like kid just left for college. And like, say Gary V knows really well about like magic cards or something, and they're selling these cards they don't know are worth hundred dollars. He's like, he tells his cameraman, he's like, here, here, watch this. I'm gonna fucking scam these dumbass parents and pay one dollar for these magic cards, and they're not gonna fucking earn a penny off it. That's my Gary V impression for you. <laughs> Is that what he does? 
<laughs> motivate, motivate, I'm, motivate, motivate. Drive, drive, drive. Yeah, invest, drive. You see the see the the guy fucking. His name's like Neenum or something. He's from fucking Toronto, and he does. He's like kind of like chubby dude, like long black hair or whatever, little like mustache. Yeah, he did a Gary V thing, and like his buddy comes up and he's like, "Oh hey, like whatever," you know. I forget what his buddy says, but he's like, "You know, I have like this issue." Whenever he goes, you know, I'm out. He's like, uh, "What the fuck does he say?" You just need to post like on or 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 call every single number in the phone book, and like (laughs) he's just going through on like yeah, it's just but it's just (laughs) hilarious. Like he just goes and but it's, it's spot on. Like he's even got like the fucking. The fucking earpod, AirPods or whatever in and shit like that. And he's like, you know what, man? He's like, you just got to do this. And then, like, in the end, what does he say? He's like, but if not, he's like, just like fucking, uh, oh, what the fuck is it? But whatever it is, it's like a Gary Vee thing. Like, it's like, I thought, fucking, isn't he like famously known for not investing in Uber? Just do TikToks. Oh, yeah, twice. <laughs> twice. Twice. <laughs> hey, man, you can't win them all. Uh, Gary V is like the Martin Shkreli of the fucking uh, investment game. I actually want to fucking look up this guy's thing just because it's funny. And Martin Shkreli is this like guy who bought the HIV pill. Yeah, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pharma bro for sure. Which I'm actually dealing with now that I work in the weed industry. <laughs> oh, no way, really? <laughs> a lot of pharma bros. Okay. A lot of people who, like, never worked in, and don't even like weed uh, that are, like, the head, heads and in, in higher-ups in it. It sucks. No passion. Here it is. I'm going to show you just because it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. No. All right. Oh, that was the fucking hey, end no, of it. No, what was the question, my man? Hey, you just gotta, you just gotta be inspired, man. Sounds like he's fucking nailing. Oh, Neiman. that's the bloopers, man. Sorry. Anyways, whatever. Fucking go to his page, it's Neiman, Neimanaz or whatever. But I'll send it to you. But it's fucking hilarious. Like he's just like I forget what it is though. There's just one thing that at the end is like the. The answer to everything. He's like, yeah, and like, if not, he's like, just buy stocks or something. Like, it's just there, like, just just do TikToks or yeah, something. But yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. invest in awesome. Bitcoin, even if you don't have any money. Just yeah, <laughs> hilarious. I actually saw a chick though the other day. Fucking, she came up to him and was like, yo, I fucking, uh, uh, I fucking left my husband or no i was about to get married and i like left the situation i quit my job and i like started a business and i make six figures a year now because of like what you said i was like yo that's fucked up like you know like fucking i mean like maybe that's what it takes right or whatever but at the (laughs) same time i'm like as if like someone took that much or put that much merit into like his advice or whatever right yeah well actually speaking of this this is brings me up a random thought that we'll just like get an opinion on so jonesy um with boxing, um, Jake Paul fought Tyson Fury. Do you, were you aware of that one at all? In Ohio, where like they're, the Paul brothers are from? Right. Anyway, push come to shove, Logan Paul was there, obviously, right? Because his brother's fighting. Yeah. And this dude who, like, this dude made this super stupid emotional video where he quit a $100,000 a year job in Texas, right? I saw them. This right. fight was yes. on the weekend, right? Yes. So for the listeners and the watchers, so this kid quit. He said he quit a job that was $100,000 a year. He went to a fight on the weekend when he had a, the weekend off to go to Logan Paul and say, I want you to be under your wing. I want you to teach me the ways. And Logan Paul was like, dude, I still need help myself. Like, I'm just like a young 20-year-old, you know? And, like, this guy's like, oh, I risked it all, man. And he said no. And it's like, 
why didn't you just buy a flight and keep your job? Right? You with 100K a year. You, like, <laughs> you could do that. It was like a Sunday, man. You can be back to work for Monday, you know? Yeah, true that. <laughs> Dude, the fact that he was mad at the guy for like not like... It's like handing him out something, you know? Yeah, well, it's like he was, like, trying to obligate him or something, you know? Super like, Look weird. what I did. Like, now I'm fucked because of you. <laughs> I'm waiting for one of those guys to do that to me. <laughs> then I can get good video work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck. Need somebody. Under, or I need to be under somebody's wing. <laughs> As I say, I need someone under my wing. I was like, no, no. That's you ever see the uh, the scene with Will Smith and he's like, uh, Uncle Phil's mad? And like he's like, I got your back. And he looks at his back. He's like, Well, I actually got half your back. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> Phil's so big. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Yeah, dude. That scene. We all know the scene. You've cried from it. What? Where he talks about his dad, Uncle Phil. His dad not loving him anymore. No. Then they embrace each other. Yeah, I yeah. I know the one you're talking yeah. about. It was going around. It was like that was just like a clip on the internet for a while. Just oh, like, oh, yeah. He don't love me, man. And then you just let a bunch of dudes run a train on Jada Pinkett like that. And then there's footage of her saying that she would be with Tupac if he was still alive. Poor Will Smith, man. Yo, they should, like, I saw a thing that was like, there was a petition going around to stop interviewing Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. And I was like, yes. Like, yes. You know, because there's all this so shit crazy, coming out. I'm like, oh, look at this. Like, I'm like, oh, everyone just shut like, up. He was like the coolest badass, like, like late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. I guess it was. You know what I mean? Like, Will Smith was in every fucking cool movie. Now he's just sort of like this weird old man that a lot well, of like you bring up. that up, Jonesy, and I had this conversation with my girl like not long ago at all. I said, "Who are like super fans of Will Smith now? Because he used to be so big, right? But like, do you know anybody? Because you know people who like they're a diehard fan of like a certain actor or actress, and they'll watch that movie whenever it comes out. Do you, do you think there's anybody like that for Will Smith? No hate to Will Smith, but it's like." I don't want to see another weird movie with him and his son. You know what I mean? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anyone, anyways. Like, like yeah, I, like I find like when was the last good Will? I, he's obviously more successful than me. Fresh Prince. <laughs> well, there's arm. There's I am Legend was pretty good. The dog's name was Sam. Shout Didn't out to Sam. It. Bet his last name was Radfordson. <laughs> it's, it's made up. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, however, um, we were talking about bunch of stuff earlier that i can't remember right now but one of the things we were talking about was that you are a big fan of the manchester united no manchester city manchester don't get it fucking city. twisted yeah, okay no. well didn't you just say right what now, is that a different right. thing together yeah. have you ever heard of uh the giants and the jets or the knicks and the nets yeah two teams one city okay so i didn't so know if there's two, two teams so football. you just said manchester i believe so i just was like so Okay, he must all right, mean. sorry, sorry for the arrogant. All right, so um, back in the day, sports teams in the, in the UK for soccer, football, were based off religion, as a lot of things were back what? in the day. So it was Protestant and Catholic, and you were either a fan of the United or the City if you were a Protestant or Catholic. And then it's one of those things where it's not a fandom, it's a lifestyle. So like just by proxy, because my dad's a Manchester City fan and his dad was a Manchester City fan, I'm a Manchester City fan. By proxy, I like yeah. that. That's but you're so big that you like went there to watch a game. So, or no, it was problem is I said that to you because it's like a clout, it's like a cool thing. Like, oh yeah. shit, it was just residuals. I, up whenever I talk else. to a soccer fan because I say, "Yo, I went to uh, uh, Man City the year they won in 2011." That's all I got. So when they start talking about other shit, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool." David Beckham, Wayne Rooney, 
Amilescu, <laughs> you know, I played like FIFA in 06, you know? I remember when the French guy headbutted the Italian guy. But I yeah, don't. like no, baseless, man. It's all about just like that one thing, you know, that, that in. When yeah. I went to Spain, I had conversation with police officers just based off saying basketball players' names. Like I didn't understand what they were saying, <laughs> but I was like, Jose Calderon. They're like, yeah. Yeah, Ricky Rubio. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys are just agreeing on it's, people's names. Dude, it's a conversation starter. <laughs> oh, for sure, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever heard of um, balut? It's a Filipino cuisine. It's like their no. national dish. It's so it's like a fermented duck egg. So it's a duck oh. that didn't make it. So it's a hard boiled egg, but there's a fetus in there. Yeah, I've seen that. And yeah. like I've had that. It was gross. I didn't like it. But it's a great like Filipinos have a certain amount of respect for me when I meet one. I tell them like, yeah, I've had a balut. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's just certain things in life, right? Mr. Beast or not, Mr. Beast. Uh... L.A. Beast. Eats <laughs> wow, dogs. that's a throwback. Yeah, that's right. Throwback what are we talking about? YouTubers and shit. Dude, Matt YouTube? Stoney and fucking yeah, uh, dude. Epic. I just watched Matt now. Stoney eat the fucking Big Macs again. He's trying to eat a Big Mac in a fucking minute, and not not chestnut, not a Big Mac, a Big Mac, large fry, and a large drink. And he did it in, in one, one minute. minute. Not only did he do it, he did it the third time he tried. Within like 10 minutes. Bro, this man has eaten 10 pounds of poutine at a time. Yeah, man. He ate a fucking slice of pizza. He made a pizza and then cut the slice out of it. So it was like fucking half the size of the table. Oh my God, man. Like this guy, he made, what the fuck did he do? The next one I watched was like, oh, he did the fucking. He's done every challenge. He put a bunch of uh, that, the bomb hot sauce from the fucking show or whatever. Um, The wing show, whatever it's called. Hot ones, yeah. yeah. And and, uh, he put the whole fucking bottle onto uh, spaghetti and, like, meat and shit like that. And I think he ate, like, half of it or some shit. But he was, like, fucking dying. Oh, yeah. Of course. But no, I love that shit, man. Uh, fucking <laughs> bro, to me, that's such like an uh, an kind of an older generation of YouTube. Like, oh, for I remember, sure, like, yeah. I I used to uh, watch all those guys, and then like, and I remember when like food uh, inside the car food vloggers became a thing, like yeah. Drops, and then Ken Domic. I don't know, like if you. Know I don't know the names, no. But like, yeah, and then it became a big thing itself too. YouTube's so funny with that, with all like the different generations it's gone through and eras yeah makeup's still strong like makeup's still one of the biggest ones oh yeah yeah it's fucking wild and you know what though like over 80 percent of the fucking searches on youtube are like how to shit yeah yeah, like, yeah like looking for information yeah especially like if you like uh, don't have instructions to something there's usually something online if you have the name of it yeah you yeah know, instructional video who youtube's f- like for dummies it's like a book for dummies yeah like video <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and, and there's a bunch of music videos on there too <laughs> yeah um but uh we were talking podcasts earlier too and shit who do you like who do you listen to but like who yeah who do you listen to so uh my favorite is part of my take um with big cat and pft okay and they have other people on it it's like a sports-based comedy podcast Big sports fans, but also, like, very funny guys. I've seen it a couple times. They have interviews with people from Usain Bolt to Kevin Hart to Matthew McConaughey to um, Blake Griffin to... Like, it's like a Pat McAfee type it's shit. It's like wild. Well, Pat McAfee learned all he knew knows from Barstool. He was Barstool yeah, yeah. when he first started podcasting. Pat McAfee, uh, though, is my guy. I love guy. that yeah, show. He's hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't even really care about football, but I like his show. He was a good hilarious. punter. Indianapolis Colts are my football. Skateboarding the other suck, day. But... Um, yeah, that, um, Twisted History, the one with the guy I've had on large from Barstool. So okay. Twisted History is just a different subject each each uh, week. So one week's Olympic, one week's um, uh, sexual harassment in Hollywood, one week is uh, <laughs> Wall Street, one week is 
uh, it's it, gymnastics. Like it's crazy too. Like he goes from like the beginning to the end, and like he's a very uh, well-spoken guy. Larry does it, and then. Sorry, that was oh, my fault. Okay, cool. We're good. <laughs> I was like, who's talking over me? Yeah. Um, that's me. You are. <laughs> uh, so that and then um, do, 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 um, macro dosing is another great one that I listened to. Okay. I think you'd fucking love it. So it's one of the guys from part of my take, uh, former NFL running back, Arian Foster, a Guido from New York. And a, a Guido from New York. And a Tennessee college football fan slash Atlanta Braves baseball fan named Connor, who's called Big T, and he's right wing. And then Arian Foster, the former NFL running back, is left wing. And it's like a very funny component. It's like they talk about different subjects. It's kind of like Joe Rogan in a sense. Okay. But like it's it's fucking hilarious. They did like they did a fake trial on um uh who's the lady that everybody talks about who is like Oh God, the Christian lady, Mama, Mother Teresa. So yeah, Mother yeah. Teresa, they did a they did my a fake, fucking aunts and cousins met her. They did a fake trial against Mother Teresa because apparently she was a really bad person and shit like that. Oh she nice, did a lot of fucked up shit, like a lot of fucked up shit. But they do that and then like, what's the name of, of that show though? Macro dosing, macro so dosing, like mushroom based. Kind so of I've shit. been macro dosing. So you'll love it, dude. They do uh, mini episodes called nano dosing. I'm just <laughs> going to. Okay, here's the thing though. Okay. I'm just going to type this down and uh, just so I don't forget it. But something to do with the macro dosing thing. Okay, so I actually thought of this the other day because um, I've been micro dosing, right? So um, I thought I've heard of macro dosing. There's actually this guy, it's a funny video, All Gas, No Breaks. You ever seen that guy? Yeah, I love him. Channel 5 News. Is the new channel. So yeah, it, overall gas new So subscribe to Channel Five News. It's one of the funniest things. And what's so great? I'm just gonna do this before you keep going. Hilarious. They cover like a bunch of dumbass motherfuckers in the states with such a great thing. And he's one of the best interviews to see. But also, they did a whole segment on George Floyd when the Chauvin trial happened, and it was one of the best covered things about George Floyd because it was like, and it's so crazy because you think it's a fun news guy. But during serious things, he's actually serious. Oh, and yeah? like it was it was so cool to see that different side of it. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen him like love that, that though. Dude. But yeah, he's hilarious, man. So funny. Did you see the the white person festival in Utah that he just did? Like a white supremacy thing? No, it's like a bunch of you know all the white kids who are fans like Suicide Boys and all that type of shit. Yeah, right? yeah, like okay. all those guys. Yeah, yeah. It was like some festival in Utah that the baby just got canceled from after he said that shit. Oh, on yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was funny because it was just like a bunch of like teenage white kids and he was just clowning on them, like letting them rap and shut up their SoundClouds and they were trash. <laughs> you know? Well, he has, so there's one dude fucking, it's actually, uh, the clip on his Instagram is that it's like, it's like a hidden, you know how there's like a CD has like a hidden song? It's like a hidden video. So if you watch the one guy's videos, they're, they're interviewing the one guy, but then at the end, there's this other dude comes in and he's like, yo, he's like, my name's fucking, uh, I forget what he says. He's like, uh, uh, Alibaba or some shit. He's like, I flew in on the, the, the magic carpet and all this. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, pulls out a thing and he's like, what's that? And he's like, it's, uh, uh what the fuck? What do you call it? Nitrogen sealed mushrooms. Oh. And he goes, we got the, the micros for the kids and we got the macros for the adults. <laughs> and like, so like I had already heard that like a long time ago, but then just just thinking about the microdosing thing, I was like, what the fuck with macrodosing? Because a macro lens lets you like zoom in on little, little, little tiny things. So I'm like, is macro smaller than micro? Or is like Um, I love the I love like the in depth thought to it, but I pretty they're just uh, it's just a parody of microdosing. 
Macro? Yeah, the, the name is just a parody. So it's not even a thing? No, no, no. It's just like, because they had like the whole, it's all kind of a conspiracy theory podcast, right? So like mushrooms, UFOs, okay. Joe Rogan the kind of mantra, right? Like, but yeah, no, I think you'd fucking love it, Styles. I'm gonna, I just sent yeah. it to myself. And he microdoses too. Yeah, okay. But yo, if you want to speak about this, here's a little circle around battle rap. There's this battle rapper that I interviewed who's now uh, owns a dog adoption rescue service in San Jose, California. Oh, shit. His name's Dirtbag Dan. He was pretty big in the battle rap scene. <laughs> Sounds like a good guy. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, he so did a battle in Amsterdam for an English league. I've interviewed the guy who started the English league. They're called Don't Flop. What do you mean by English league? British, sorry, UK. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry, over the you. pond, across the pond. Um, you, yeah. So they did an event in Amsterdam because in Europe it's very easy to access different countries, you know what I mean, yeah. compared to being in, like, we have three countries in, you know, yeah. America. Um, so he did a battle in Amsterdam, and he was, like, taking the piss. Uh, as Sorry, it's a British British phrase. He's taking the piss. Yeah. Um, he was battling the kind of a no-name guy, and so he took mushrooms during the battle. Or before the battle, and so he started peeking on his high on mushrooms in the middle of a rap battle, <laughs> in the be, middle of a crowd, sore in Amsterdam. That would be the worst. Be the worst. In the world. Yeah. <laughs> There's Fuck. like multiple factors to why I would not do that. You know. Fuck. I peeked in the lineup for it was like a hip hop karaoke thing, and I was signed up that night that I was supposed to like perform, but we had mushrooms, and uh, I was standing in the lineup, and all of a sudden I was just like. Oh fuck! Like I am fucked up. And I turned around. And there's no one behind us. We're at the end of the line. And I turned back around and looked at the lineup. And turned back around, and there was people there. So I'm like, oh! Was it and a big I, amount of time? No, like I literally just like turned and then turned. Back. So they like came around the corner or something, or just jumped out of a cab or something. So I turned and looked. No one's there. And I turned back. And then I turned back and looked, and there was people there. So I'm like, what? And I just turned around. And I went like this, and I looked in the window because it was like tinted window. I went like this, and I looked in the window, and I was like pretend to look. I couldn't see anything, anyways, but I was pretending to look at what's going on in the show. And the fucking I I like turn around, and then I look back at this these people standing behind me. The one girl goes, "What'd you see?" And I was just like, "Nothing." And I just turned back down. I didn't perform that night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, a little break. Um. Uh, accidentally, my boy's here. My other boy. He's Accident. Just, can he can he sit in the cut? Is that cool if he comes? If he doesn't make noise. Yeah, yeah. Do I do I have to go and get him? Yeah, no. I didn't know he was coming. He texted me, and my phone was uh, away. But uh, uh, um, can one of them let him? If he just, makes no noise. Yeah, just just uh, don't ring the bell. Don't like knock on the door. Ali, can you get him? <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Sorry. I, I I texted him earlier, but then I didn't know when when I was gonna be done or anything. Um. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So say that. So I'll tell one story. Jonesy, do you have a mushroom story? If I tell my story, I I do have a mushroom story. I actually told this story to Styles. Uh, maybe two, three episodes ago. Actually, yeah. The last, I think one of the last episodes we did at Burrow. It was just me and you. Oh yeah. Okay. I wasn't there. It was just yeah. It was a crazy mushroom. Oh, trip. that was Halloween. Like a bad trip though. Like. So uh yeah I've only done them twice but uh in high school I did them once with my boy, and uh. We each took like two grams, and he had like a TV that was like wanted. And we were watching Big Daddy with Adam Sandler, <laughs> and I guess I didn't know, but I was standing like, say the microphone of the TV, I was standing like this, watching the movie the whole entire time. And I looked away, 
my buddy had been gone, but I didn't, a whole movie, didn't think like any time had passed, right? I go upstairs, this guy has eaten the rest of the ounce bag of mushrooms. Ounce? And, yeah, and he starts just telling me I'm stealing them and there's all this shit going on. And I call my other buddy, who's like experienced with this type of stuff, so I'm like, okay, come over, help him calm down. We're trying to like put this guy's stuff away, like kind of put him to bed. And uh, he's like, you guys are robbing me blind, <laughs> this type of shit. <laughs> and uh, my buddy, like, we help him out whatever we can. And then my buddy's like, all right, that's all we can do. So my buddy drives me home. And I'm still tripping. And I remember um, he, this guy, my friend who I left, he's calling me every 10 minutes saying, hey, when, I'm not, when am I not going to be high? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you just ate like a full ounce of fucking mushrooms <laughs> in two weeks. Yeah. And that kind of yeah. turned me off. You know what I mean? Like, I've delved into it all. I'm sure we've delved into it all. But I, uh, the biggest thing is I like to be able to con- control myself. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I hear like, that a lot. I find with that stuff. But that's also me manifesting it in my own head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It's it's tough. Like, cause some days I want to because I hear about all the effects you can get from microdosing and shit. But, yeah, I'm basically just a weed guy now. Yeah. Me too. Well, see, and even the microdosing, like, I don't feel anything. But, like, I swear to God, man, like, I'm more focused and shit. And I like wanna like I'll like start a task and I'm like, okay, I can't fucking stop until it's over. And then I like do it all and I'm like, okay, I think it's working. Like I don't know, but that's what I tell people with like edibles who don't know weed in the weed industry or like certain things. I'm like, don't be too ballsy if you're not feeling it right away. You know? Yeah, yeah. I um. But that's the point in microdosing. You're not supposed to feel anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah, I know you're right. You're supposed to like feel better, better, and more cerebral yeah. and shit like that. Just makes your brain work work better. Like there's like um, phenethylamines. Okay. They are. Um, I don't have a definition for you, but they are uh, like there's say MDMA. Yeah. Is is a phenethylamine? Um, okay. Um, they made a bunch of shit like two CI and two CD and two CB. Um, all these like they're like, uh, what do you call the fucking things? Um, like designer drugs, yes, or whatever, where they'll like just change the thing, like, oh, it's it, this is illegal, so it's and like spice just and stuff, modify right? it. yeah, or yeah, like, well, like... but but it, yeah, they just change it to change the molecule, so then now, whenever like the police test it, because this is a controlled substance, say MDMA, yes, so now they like change the molecule, so then whenever they test it, they're like, oh, it doesn't, it's not MDMA. It's this other thing, right? So then they're just trying to like trick the government or whatever, right? So oh, yeah. every one gets controlled, they just change it a bit, right? Um, and they know like what effect is going to happen when they change it to different things, right? But what I'm getting at is all those things, man, were actually made. This is side note, made in a fucking volcano, um, in a fucking like with a bunch of old lads, like built a fucking lab in a volcano yeah but uh anyway so but the thing is all those drugs will fuck it if you like it doesn't matter what dose you take they'll make your brain run better but like the but they were saying like take them in little doses like every day and that way like you'll you'll understand like say you read a book you'll understand the information better you'll retain the information better and then you'll like remember it yeah yeah for whatever, sure right yeah it's it's just like with the brain too, right? It's it like opens with, your mind, right? Like everybody's different with everything. That's why, like, certain people That's smoke true. sativa, certain people smoke indica, certain people handle certain things, certain people can't handle certain things. You know, so yeah. like, it's all like neurological and shit like that. At the end of the day, too, right? Like, whatever's best for you, 
go for it, you know? It's like yeah. what we were saying earlier with like addiction and shit, like, you know, veer the way the other way and be addicted to like a positive life or a happier life rather than like the end of the day being able to sleep and shit. Like that, yeah, you know? true. Feel you there. Definitely. Um, one sec here. Jinzy, man, what's going on with you, man? Like not much. Um <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm sort of focused right here. Like I mean, this is like my my cockpit right here. I know you're. Oh, now, he's flying us right now, bro. You now, can't talk to the pilot. Where's the? Uh, where's the um the stewardess right now? She's sleeping. <laughs> yeah. No. I gotta. I'm. I'm trying to like focus on the conversation and switch between the two cameras. So I'm just trying to include Jonesy in the conversation. I just want. I just want people to give Jonesy love. That's all. I appreciate that. It's funny because whenever you first, like, we're like, hey, like, Jonesy, how are you doing? You know, I was like, you know what? Like, fuck, we never really, you know, like, he talks and you stuff, but we never the really, like, what? And bro. whenever you did that, I'm like, yeah, I should make that a thing. Like, you know, like, the Jonesy <laughs> yeah. check every yeah, once no, in a no, while. Or, like, two cents in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's the Jamie, man. He's Jamie. That's it. And that's, yeah, that's what he always says. Like, yeah, fucking, be the Jamie. Yeah, you want to puff with this? Yeah, sure. Do you got any beer or anything? Yeah, man. What do you want? I got Hey Y'all or Corona. I'll take a deal, bro. Merci beaucoup. Yeah. Is there? So, um, earlier, I'm trying yep. to think of what we were talking about before. Well, it was there was like almost a perfect time to segue into the game that I wanted to play. Okay, go for it. Miss the miss the opportunity. Um, I get it. It was when I said um, I said a British reference. Taking that. a piss. Did, or yeah, taking yeah, a piss. Yeah, exactly. That was it. Yeah, and I thought of that I too. Like, uh, I was like, I won't push it, but yeah. Speaking of uh, British slang terms, um, so yeah, I told you this story before we went on air. But my brother um, was a DJ, toured around Europe, just up. Um, he was on the show, and, and well, he was on the show, and I guess I have to say that he's British. We're British. I was born in the UK. Um, so Jonesy Stav, sold his accent. Yeah, it's gone. Um. Well, yeah, we played this game. Like, if I, I would, I would list a bunch of um, British slang terms. Yeah, and you would have to. Uh, you want me to like give you a description, kind of thing, or like, or just try tell to me, tell me what it means, or like, or put if, it in a sentence. Yeah, well, I guess I could do that. Yeah, whatever you want, just so tell the me. Way we, the way we did it is before is I would just say a slang term, and you would have to try and tell me what it means. So like, sure, this would be easier probably for you because we'll see. I only I'm not like crazy well versed. Are the, they the same one? Or a different one. I don't remember. So I think it was maybe different. I'll guess, and then he can either fill us in or guess as well. All right, I might make it longer. You, you know what a Lowry okay, is? So okay, go for it. it. A Lowry? Yeah. A Lowry? Yeah. I was thinking like my granddad's accent. It sounds like Lowry. Lowry. It's it's a uh, it's a lorry. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, a big truck. Eighteen wheeler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So if you were to grass on someone, what does that mean? <laughs> Do you want to try it, style? I'm gonna to have to try it too. I don't. I don't know. I'm just have an idea. Like to grass, like yeah, to grass. I'm grassing you, or grassing on you. Yeah. I don't know. I. It's got to be like around or picking on you or something. They're like, yeah. But I was gonna say. It, right. He's. It's oh, grassing. Yeah, grass I was because, gonna say it's smoking weed. Because you're, weed, uh, you're, but... you're fucking. Thin as a thin as a fucking thing of grass or something I don't like know, that. I should look at rat on someone. History of why that snitching. Um, all right, so what does naff mean? Jesus yeah. Christ! I thought you were gonna be in it, bruv, or fucking cunt or something like that. No, I'm talking about like naff. Slang terms. Yeah, I thought gaff, you... gaff, 
There's you said gaff, right? Naff. Oh, naff. Never mind. Uh, naff. There's a tooth company called Naff. I thought you were gonna say gaff. Yeah, I don't know naff, man. You're going better naff. than I thought I was gonna do. Okay, well, you say it in a sentence. Can you have like? A, do you have like an elementary form? Um, I'm ruining this game for Jones. No, it's we're all trying good. To be it's friends, all good. Man. <laughs> <laughs> now, so like, so okay, so I'll give you a, a maybe a multiple choice. Okay, cool. Right. So, say it's either crazy. Wealthy, you're in pain, or you're unfashionable. Uh, unfashionable. Oh, fuck. Uh, unfashionable. Jesus Christ! Styles, you first. I said unfashionable. You just said no, but that's not that he was asking what was unfashionable. Like I think he's asking for no, a slang for it. Well, no, no, that's what no I'm saying, like, like so. I those things I listed. Those are all naff. No, no, naff. No. That, those Which that's one the of those multiple choice. Oh God. Okay, well, naff. I'm just gonna go with fashion, unfashionable as well. All right. You, you would both. <laughs> oh, be... the sound. Yeah. All right. Okay, you got that one right for sure. Um, let's see here. This one I think probably would be easy. Like to take the Mickey. Take the Mickey. Take the Mickey. I feel like you're like taking a fall down on something for something. You know what is I mean? Is it a bus? What? A bus? No. Okay. It's. <laughs> Yeah, so I was right then, right? Like it's a person like a gun charge. Like I, I'll take, I'll take the gun. I'll take the Mickey. It's the fall it? guy. It's yes, fall guy. Or is it the fall that he's taking? No, I'm not taking that gun charge though. No, so you're not right on that one. <laughs> so take the Mickey actually um, to make fun of someone. Yeah, you're taking the Mickey out of someone. Or is it is it is like a certain person? I don't know actually. I don't know that like the the history of the Irish this, people. Like, yeah. I'm wondering if maybe they're making f like an Irish. <laughs> hey, you're Scottish too. I remember the. <laughs> I'm Scottish. Yeah, I'm um, I'm the people that killed William Wallace. Anglo-Saxon. It's William, but yeah. I'm not. I'm just. You know, it's funny. My dad is Protestant, and my mom is Catholic, and Jonesy is with this game. Any? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we got? Uh, there's even a few on here that I've never heard of, and it's like, Pang, um, oh, Pangus Mench. It's it's fucking it's Pangus Mench. Pang is like it's dope. Like Pang is like it's dope and it's cheap. There's this guy, chicken connoisseur, who has a YouTube series where he eats five pound chicken boxes around the UK, and the, the channel pound chicken box. So five dollars. Oh, sorry, yeah, a okay, pound, okay. different currency, I but. He, he, like, he goes around, it's called the Pangus Mensch, and he's like, it's fucking hilarious. But that's the only reason I know Peng. Okay. It says it means attractive here. Yeah, so, like, he's talking about, like, 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 like this fried chicken is Peng. Like, the breading, you know what I mean? Like, it's beautiful. Right, okay, yeah. okay, I see, I see. Yeah, I've never like heard the, that one. That yeah. one's, that one's, um... I only know that, like, it's only luckiness that I know my certain yeah. slang, you know? Well, that one's probably, like, that's probably the millennials or, like, the Z that made that What about one. this? Um, this isn't on your game. What do you call a person from Liverpool? A scouser? There you go. Newcastle? Uh, I, I'm not sure about that one. The Geordie. So they have a show called Geordie Shore, which is the equivalent to Jersey Shore. Oh, well. I saw that. I used to yeah. watch it. Um, Manchester's Manx, right? Manx, yeah. We're the Manx. If you're not a Manx, you're a really? wank. That's, yeah. that's how it goes. <laughs> if you're not a Manx, you're a wank? Yeah. Nice. All right. I feel really bad for Jonesy right now. He's been putting in work for this game and 
told him that I knew this British slang. Hey man, you know what? I, it was as simple as googling slang terms and just reading them off. It's even, <laughs> it's even a whole thing where I just um, like. Yeah, I found that I found out Ted from a quick Google search today that filet mignons are in fact from the tenderloin. Yeah. Yeah. How about well, Fendi fact for you? Fendi, wait, Fendi fact? Just some of my girlfriend Just, does, bro. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, no, but I was like, is that a thing? Like now that you're saying in the sentence, is Fendi like a word or? You know, well, I guess like it is. Radfordson, but... I'm just bringing yeah. you the wrong way, bro. <laughs> I think you should keep it. I feel bad that you're not going to change it. I'm just going to change your fucking name on my birth certificate. I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have the fucking lightning round. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, you want the lightning round? Go. We yeah. have a, do we have a sound for the lightning round? Mm, I, uh, Eerie sound? <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so I used to have, like, the keyboard over there i had all the keys set up that sounded like uh hooping a nut sound Hoop and nut. hooping a nut you don't know the term hoop a nut no oh, hoop a nut is like hoop nut man no hoop a nut bro no that I sounds bad i'm from uh, so i spent like my last my teenage in muskoka which is like a rural town so like Hooping is like where you put stuff in your poop. Or... Yeah, but like hooping a nut is like put is like put a. It's like not even like it's like more. Oh my god. Sometimes nut. This is not. This is just for definition for the listeners in the view. It's worse than getting a penis in your ass. It's getting a ball in your. Let's just veer the topic away. Is that what that, it is? Okay. Yeah, it's certain certain like lack of disrespect to show a person like they hooping can go, hoop, it. They can go a nut like they can have that. That's exactly what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought it was. I didn't want to explain it, but I That's felt like crazy. I had to. Um, yeah, anyway, so my podcast is like really where I delve into people and like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hoop nuts all over the place on my uh, podcast. Yo, actually, you know what? Before I do this, um, I actually was going to ask you something too. You were saying that you worked at Yuck Yucks after school? Yeah, uh, during so, school. Or during as school. an internship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was wondering if you do comedy as well. I don't do comedy. I've always wanted to. I've always been a fan of comedy, but I'm super critical of myself, just like when I used to rap. So Me if too. I don't feel like that, I'm funny myself, and I don't want to go on stage, you know what I mean? And I find that my humor caters to a very niche audience as well. Like, only my friends really like my humor. Other people kind of Yo, think it's weird, you know? I was, I've been watching videos lately. Well, lately, like, I stopped, and it was a while ago, but I was watching videos on how to... How to... Bring that funny guy with your friends to the stage. Yeah. Because, like, I was always, like, came in, like, literally, man, I was, like, maybe, like, in six years old or something like that. Yeah. And I did a little stand-up thing in front of, like, a and it was, like, a family reunion. But there's probably, like, fucking almost 100 people there or whatever, right? Yeah. And um, me and this kid, I met, I fucking don't even know who he is, but I met him and we, we ended up, like, telling each other jokes. And then we were like, yo, we should do some kind of, like, fucking thing, right? We'll go tell everyone jokes, right? So then I guess, like, we told one of the adults, and then they loved the idea. We just went out and told, like, stupid jokes. Um, and, um, but I always was like, man, I want to be, like, I want to fucking do stand-up and shit, right? I remember watching this kid. He was 15 years old. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm 15 years old. It was on, like, YTV or some shit. And he's like, I'm 15 years old. And he goes over and he picks up the glass of water off of the fucking the stool or whatever. He's like, and I already have a drinking problem. And he like goes to drink and it goes all over him. And I'm like, see, I'm like, kids can be funny too, you know? Like it's like not that they can't yeah, be funny, bro. but it's like there's there's there was a variety comedy show too, called you know? All That. 
I don't know if okay, you know no. all that or the Amanda Bynes, but it was like a for children, but like the Dave Chappelle sketch. All my bitches look like Amanda Bynes. <laughs> Amanda <anymore>. Bynes. <laughs> Amanda Bynes. Sorry, no, there's a song. All my bitches look yeah. like Amanda Bynes. Uh, no, no, but not anymore. What? Why? She's batshit crazy. She's one of those shaved head type gals now. Oh, uh, but does she at least look good? <sighs> you nah. can be crazy, but. Yeah, I, I mean, so. no, sorry. She can be crazy, but my girls can still look like her. Your girls can look however you want them to, friend. Nice. But they can also look however they want to. It's 2021, okay? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, shit. No, you're right. All right. Hey, a little mean uh, pitches on my dick like human shish kebab. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> okay. So you lyrics and shit, right? Yeah. I, I've kind of lost this over the last few years, but like literally, man, for most of my life, I'll be like in a serious conversation with somebody and they'll be like, you know, like, life's like this, you know, and like, whatever. And I'll say some shit, and I'll be like, and I, I'm glad you use Lil Wayne, because that's a, I, I use a lot of his lyrics for shit like this. I'll be like, it's like Lil Wayne says, like, this, and they're like, yeah, in a weird way, that is correct, but I have to relate it to that. Like, have you ever seen uh, the, the, the show Community? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I found out this after I had watched the show Community twice, and Abed is fucking... Uh, what do you call it? Autistic? Oh, for real, eh? Or, or it's either autistic or Asperger's. So he doesn't get, like, social shit. So if you notice, whenever you watch it, they'll be like, um... I just thought it was really good acting. Well, oh, no, 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 I don't mean, mean no, no, the just the character. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I the actor was no, autistic. No, was no, like, Damn, this guy's playing a fire role right just now. The, just the character. But, but, like, he has to have everything explained to him, um, but related to a movie. So if you notice, yeah, there's yeah. scenes where it'd be like, oh, why'd she leave or whatever, you know? And they'll be like, oh, you know, in like Star Wars, we're like this. And I never got onto that. So someone told me that. It might be fan theory or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But someone told me that and I was like, yo, that's crazy because that's like me, but with music, you know what I mean? Because like I say, like, I could come to you like, oh, man, I'm having this like tough time in life, you know, like you whatever, like blah, blah, blah. And, well, and then you'll be like, no, you'll give me some great advice and I'll be like, like, yeah, Tupac said like this, and it's like, it does relate, but it's just for me to, like, grasp the understanding yes. of what you're saying. I'm like, oh, it's like this lyric, you know? I always come back to that thing. I reference everything to food, rap, <laughs> basketball, because those are my favorite three, three things, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I agree with you 100% on that, man. <laughs> um, But it's like, in life, you just reference what's, what's normal to you and what's regular to you, right? what happens. So, like, uh, in the weed industry, uh, where I work in, like when you're selling different stuff, if it's like, like people go in and they don't know it, but if you do know it, you know it why. So I kind of reference it to like LCBO wine, whereas you can have a really good bottle of wine that's $9, but you just need to know the kind of wine. Or yeah. you can be one of those dumbass rich people who just buys the most expensive. Yeah. Because like in the weed industry, at the end of the day, a lot of the expensive weeds aren't actually that good, but just because they're expensive, people buy them because they're expensive. Yeah. You know? Some two of like the craft shit too, right? Yes and no. They lie about it for sure. Oh, okay, but yeah, You're saying that craft weed is a fucking <laughs> dude. It's, there's one company called Tweed T W D. Yeah, uh, and they're like the worst weed you can buy. Two wheel drive. It's uh, but it's it's under like on websites. It's promoted as high THC. People come in and ask for high THC. It always confuses me. Because then they proceed to get like the worst weed we sell in the store, but just like they, they're consumers that don't really understand, like everybody, yeah. right? That's true. Um. So yeah. So Bisho actually sent me the 
lightning round questions. Oh, cool, cool. So uh, we can step into that. Um, yeah, so it's just quick questions. We'll jump right into it. Fuck yeah. Um, or tacos? Tacos. Powerade or Gator? Powerade. Gin or vodka? Gin. Plane or train? Train. I love flying, but I just recently found out how fuck sick things were. <laughs> okay, okay. Funny because usually I'm like, yo, you I've know. flown around the world, but bro, you see the countryside on a whole different aspect on a train, man. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, tattoos or piercings? Neither. Oh, shit. My body, my choice. Boobs or booty? I'm an ass guy. Okay. <laughs> see, the tattoos and piercings might be someone else, like on a girl, I think. Oh, either way, no. No, I want okay. my woman in the natural. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent. I think go either way. But people are like, oh, like me or that. Like, it can go either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. want to make sure. I just, I've never been. I've wanted to. I want, but yeah, just never inspired. Deep sea or outer space? Deep sea, because we know less about that than we do outer space. We know less about Crazy, that eh? than we do outer space. But then, why do you want to be there? I'm fucking Wait. learn. Me? Out, man. I'm not trying to be Jeffrey Bezos. Here's my Jeffrey Bezos joke. There's a reference to old men who get cars to uh, accommodate for small penises. He made a air uh, whatever spaceship that looked like a penis, and he could barely get the tip into space. Ha ba boom. We're laughing about something else. I just thought um, of a joke from earlier. What is it? Oh, I was just that's what I was making. Oh, that was the joke. Yeah, yeah, no, I with the time style. Let's go, man. Jonesy's trying to get on the ones and twos right now. Okay. Um, never laugh again, or never use smartphone again. My phone fucking sucks it right before the interview, so let's just laugh it out. <laughs> nice. Um, be gossiped about or never talked about at all. Hey, bro, any um, any fuck Sam. I forgetting about yeah. Any publicity is a good publicity. Shout out to shout out to the romper room. <laughs> the peanut gallery. Um, forget who you are or f- who everyone else is. Hey, bro, who who are any of us in this day and age? Answers a question with a question. <laughs> I'm I an like interviewer, it. bro. I like it. Um, <laughs> no, um, to be honest with you, I don't know who I am someday anyway, so I guess that one. Okay. Uh, born with an elephant trunk or a giraffe neck? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's an elephant trunk word that tough one um i guess like the neck because you could just like look at a lot of stuff <laughs> right <laughs> but so, you have some really bad neck problems i think it was yeah, resonator last week said uh I'm trying to think of all the stuff i could look at or something like that. <laughs> well no because with the trunk that shit would weigh down i feel like you know what i mean yeah it'd be hard on your neck like would you tick tuck it into your pants Almost happened. He's smelling some cheese that you don't want to smell. Oh, Fonda. <laughs> Have you ever heard of an Australian kiss? It's like a French kiss only down under. <laughs> um, be forgotten or hatefully remembered? Hatefully remembered because I like to think of myself as a pretty cool person and I hate everything, so. <laughs> old, this is the old man in you. Mm, yeah. Get off my lawn. I can't wait to uh, <laughs> old man Radford. Yeah. Um, I already got the hairline of an old man. Anyway, would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? I'll go for the horse-sized duck just because I'll be like, 
yeah, like I could have done, I could have gone the simple way. No, it's a hundred duck-sized horses. Yeah, but a duck-sized horse is like um, the house bow from the commercials back in the yeah, day. Yeah, uh, house <laughs> Thought those were real for a long time, my friend. You know, you know. Um, go about your day naked or fall asleep for a year? Bro, when I'm at home, I'm naked 90% of the time. Nice, okay. When my girlfriend brings friends over, she has to tell me to make sure I have clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm comfortable with that. That's sick. Um, live one life that lasts 1,000 years or live 10 lives that last 100 years each? Not the same mathematical buildup. It's the same is. amount, but you're living 10 lives or one life? I think the one life, because as we were saying idea of why i'm in this and everything is like i think the thousand one because it's like you can experience so much in so like so little time even no matter where you are in the world you know like you can be just as interesting not seeing anything from the outside world living in a small town versus in the world versus being poor versus not being poor like i i'll take the first what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Styles. It was um thousand lives and uh Yeah, so yeah. a thousand years one life this thousand years or ten lives hundred yeah, years. Yeah, this one life so yeah. You want the thousand. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh <laughs> it's just me because the next question has to do with money. So we already <laughs> talked about how financially unstable I am. No. You want to bring that up again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I do have been going through it, man. It's but funny. I looked at like, did I already ask that question? Like shit. Well, about it um, would you rather have two million followers or two million dollars oh two million dollars bro <laughs> yeah right. i will you can take my podcast away and, and give me the money please but you can make much later yeah i can invest in myself as well because okay. right now no that's fair <laughs> right now I ain't baby <laughs> if you could use one skill to obtain instantly what would it be to sing. I fucking hate people who can sing and I can be with those people. <laughs> I hate I people who can time. sing, he says. Because he's like, oh, those two kids go to karaoke and they're the one person who can sing. <laughs> um, If you could choose... Oh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> we just did that one. <laughs> okay, so three more. You find a book and begin to read <laughs> that it's about you. You get to the point you are at now. Do you continue reading the book? Oh, f- yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Control you wanna, your own destiny, Brave. You want to see what happens? Yeah. But what if, here's the thing is, I was like, yeah, I want to read because I'll do the the negative things good. And, you, and well, then, if you have to live it out, you have to live it out because you can't change but, the timeline, right? But if you change one of the negative things, the good things go wrong because of it. Hmm, facts. Woo. So, I, I only say that. Today, if I didn't make all the mistakes I made. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. Let's just bring Gary in to inspire us for the back of it. <laughs> okay. If you, were to, if you were to lose one of your five senses, which would it be and why? Smell, because I fucking barely can inhale through my nostril anyway. <laughs> called a deviated set moment. Nice. Um, College. So, remember there's the fucking, there's the, there was the Cactus Jack meal. There's the VTK meal, the Meg the Stallion hottie sauce. Mm. And then now there's the Tim Beebs. Yeah. Um, if you were offered a fast food meal, what would your meal be and where would it be? Would it have to be fast food or could it be a little niche? Because um, I was thinking right away Korean barbecue. Okay, I'll let you have it. And what would it be? It'd just be a fuck ton of bulgogi and soju. What's that? Bulgogi 
is uh, marinated beef uh, with okay. like soy sauce, onions, garlic, ginger, usually like emulsified pear. With like some gochujang, which is like a fermented bean paste in uh, Korean food, and then uh, soju, like their rice wine, and oh, it's yeah, a yeah. fun game to play. And then I was also like throw in some pork connected soup, and then if I could, I'd get like, or you know, you just go to any local Vietnamese spot and get a classic banh mi, four dollars oh. and sixty cents on me. We went to a pl- on me. We went to a place out west. Uh, they had sushi. That is a thing. Korean barbecue mm-hmm. and hot pot. All in one place. So we got all of it. And they have like a thing in the center where you like cook your own meat. The hot like Yeah, yeah. It's, so I'd say hot pot and Korean barbecue are the same thing. One's just a pot and one is a grill. Yeah. Same accoutrements. Accoutrements. Things that you go with it. Nice. Like ketchup with fries. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you had to break that down for me. Thank you, though. It's okay, Styles. I know you have uh, reviews. Kucho, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to use that on the next one. Escar, get the fuck out of here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, Korean barbecue with a whole bunch of soju. And like some banh mi and just Jonesy on the ones and twos. That's what's yep. up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have a little one of these? Are we still on? Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh, Popper, what? Sorry, did I throw you off? The bump, bump, bump made me think because it was the same bump, bump, bump as the beginning. I thought so. I was oh like, no, because you said Jonesy on the ones and two, so I was like, oh, bah, 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 bah. I thought Jonesy was ending it from there to oh. give himself that last cutout. You know, he's like Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> um. However, fuck. You know what's fucked up is I was like the whole time like I'm gonna end him this and I'm gonna be like explain this to us. Before so we right go. here you have a oh, 510 thread us. cartridge, you have a battery, and then you have a vaporizer. So no, no. <laughs> go, sorry, go ahead. I won't cut you. <laughs> this for the fans. This is a 510 thread vape cartridge. Um, not to be mistaken for the Pax Pod. There are two different universal um, right. batteries that they use for vaporizing marijuana. I compare it to PlayStation or Xbox if you're a game fan. Um, basically, they do the same thing. They have different accessories and accessibilities, whereas the 510 thread, the circular one, is more of a universal sold one you're going to get about 70 percent products in the 510 than you with the packs thank you so packs Sales makes their own fucking pods now because that makes their own pods yeah i have the packs fucking yeah. thing we actually at my store had a packs engraving thing for black friday you could come get your packs engraved for free no way on a 3d printer yeah so okay so here's the thing is, is i didn't mean explain the pen to me <laughs> um i meant that i had something in my head that i was like i want him to explain this from now hand him the, the thing and i forgot that I remembered, okay. and I'm so glad that I hung on to it while you were talking, because I was like, shit, now he's talking, and I'm going to forget. I'm bad at forgetting stuff. Um, <laughs> you had stuff. mentioned the, oh yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'd say yeah. that's a pretty good quality. Yeah. Bad with forgetting but no, So, but you were talking about the Staples Center earlier, and uh, I want to try and fucking okay. come around to that. Big basketball fan, right? Yeah. So, um, I've heard, like, all the crypto and finance people heard about it on their side, but they're not basketball driven. So, for me, I'll reference it to um, the Toronto my favorite team, um, uh, Air Canada Center is what they're known for, right? Yeah. So they change it to Scotiabank in the same scenario. So the Staples Center, the Bus family is going broke. They're not going to be able to pay their ter- their players. Shout out Jerry Bus, baby. And Genie Bus, not shouted out, or uh, <laughs> the guy who looks like Rob Blow, or whatever the fuck his name well, it is. Looks like Rob Blow. Yeah, he looks exactly like Blow. Kobe's former Kobe's former GM. He looks exactly like Rob Blow. Up, I guess. Um, uh, What's his name? Sorry, quick. His name is Rob Palenka. 
Uh, anyway, um, so they're changing the Staples Center to Crypto.com, and it's fucking weird to me. And so, like, everybody's going to be like me as an Air Canada Center fan. It's always going to be the Air Canada <laughs> Yo, that Center. that dude does look like Rob Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the people right now, are gonna be, it's always going to be the Center to me. But then 40 years from now, these weirdo, these new fans are going to be like, it's going to be Crypto.com to me. But I just so weird that, because I noticed, too, the other day after that I found out the Lakers Stadium would be Crypto.com is... Um, one of my buddies would be able to help out, but there's a team, I think it's the 676ers that are sponsored by Crypto.com. They have it on their jerseys. I think it's the 76ers. But yeah, so that that's I found that weird if the 76ers are already sponsored by Crypto.com, that they're going to sponsor the Lakers arena. Because I, I thought teams had like signed a deal legally where they could only be sponsored by one. Th- you can't spawn in the sport. You, I feel like you can't sponsor multiple teams. Cause are they, like, are they supporting or sponsoring yeah, the but, team though, or just buying the name of the? You might be right. Yeah, that's it. You right? might be right. Because that's their thought uh, to Jonesy and Styles. Not weird. Crypto.com sponsoring in basketball. Isn't it weird to think that? Um, fuck! I just lost my train of thought. Uh, dead airspace. What was I thinking? Isn't it weird to think that? Uh, the Staples Center is around for so long. Thinking about that, if we're thinking about finances, yeah, how long Staples is in a very, very um, dude. Well they're like closing everywhere. Room. Yeah, so it was weird that they stayed around long enough. Well, it. but they probably were booming at the time, paid a whole fucking whack of money, and then they were stuck in there. And they're not a, stuck, but it like was a Staples Center, like all the two thousands and up until now. Before that, it was the Forum, and the Forum yeah. was like outside of L.A. But yeah, I I always when I think of Kobe, I think of the Staples Center. Kobe Ashi. Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, that was the ass. Now you make me feel like a dick. Um, Kobe Ashi. Are you going to make a fucking young Dolph joke next or something? Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, uh, wait, what the fuck did you just say? Um, okay, so wait. Just on the, you know how you're saying, like, the, like, you know, you always call it the Staples Center. Or, like, people are not you, but, like, you know, people are saying I'll always call it the Staples Center. Other people in the future are probably always going to call it the crypto. Exactly. Do you call our hockey arena here in Ottawa? Yeah, I hate hockey, bro. I only. Oh, I know, but what do you? If you were uh, to it's say, the Canadian Tire, right? Did they change recently? But it's is that what it is? Canadian Tire. I've okay. always known as Canadian Tire. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh wait. It since, used to be Scotiabank Arena, right? Since 2013. Yeah. But also used to used to used to. Where else? It was the fucking Palladium. Oh. Whenever they first put it up, it was the Palladium, and like I think only for like a year or two, then Corel. Paid, paid a bunch of money for a 10-year contract so then it was the corral center so like the palladium wasn't around long enough to like stick for me but the corral center that's the corral center like literally when it became the, the entire center it, like palladium drive isn't it like yeah yeah uh, and, and exactly. when it became the 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 what'd you say the canadian tire center yeah I like literally just started calling it the Scotiabank place. I was like just getting used to calling it that. And then someone's like, Oh, Canadian Tire Center? I'm like, No, the fucking hockey rink. And they're like, No, like that's what it's called. I was like, What? I'm like, What but the that's, fuck? That's life, though, right? Learn about it. Just no, like, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. Then, but that's why I asked because I'm just like, Oh, yeah, because, you know, it's different generations, right? And then obviously you've only been here since yeah. 2013. Right? And, and I think you stick to certain names, right? Names sound better than others. Yeah, true. So like the, the Corral state, Center, they, they, or like Scotia Bank or Canadian Tire sounds a lot better than Crypto.com. Yeah. Whereas, so um, New Orleans Pelicans, they're an NBA franchise. Yeah. Uh, their arena, because like it's the sponsor who invested in it, it's called Smoothie King Arena. 
<laughs> what a terrible name. You know what I mean? Like, Even that just sounds like, like the Smoothie King. Obviously, they, it's a place to make smoothies. But like the Smoothie King sounds more like a, like like one of these restaurants yeah. somewhere. You know what I mean? As opposed to like Booster Juice is something like they're they're everywhere, right? But just and I'm not saying that that this fucking Smoothie King isn't everywhere or isn't a franchise, but it just sounds like it's like there's yeah. one of those somewhere. You know? Well, Jonesy might uh for for like a fall, right? When you see like the Etihad and all the, uh, like so, sorry, you know, Universal, soccer. right? Like soccer, okay. like you see that a lot more right like these companies will just put like it's basically like a nascar right. on their shirts right you know like yeah. saying you see they're like you know the emirates and all that are yeah. too right i like, always I think say arsenal is sponsored by the emirates. emirates i always say whenever i first saw it i was like emirate and i was like so my dad right? the only reason i know am i right <laughs> the only reason i know is my dad um was the educational advisor for abu Dhabi, which is yeah. the united arab emirates holy fuck that's crazy so, like, that's just a part of my life yeah what? So like only know that Abu Dhabi. That. That's yeah. where all the money is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to a mall. There was vending machines with gold bricks in it. Shut up, really? Mm-hmm. Can I have one? I mean, if you have enough money for a gold brick, let's go. He'd be, he'd be walking in the street and you'd see like a guy in like a Rolls Royce that was gold plated with like a, a pet cougar in the passenger seat. Yeah, man. Man, people just like leave their cars and shit like on the street or in the fucking air parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> when like you have power there, you got power there. You know, dude. Like fucking saw this guy that's like our YouTuber that I watch. He had this guy on, and he's talking about, like, living in fucking, uh, what's the other one? Oh, uh, uh, Dubai. Yeah, he was yeah. in Dubai, and, like, his fucking dad paid a guy to drive this Rolls Royce for to drive him and his brother to school every day, but, like, everybody was rolling up in, like, crazy shit like that, right? Him, 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 his brother and him got in a fight, and, uh, and the fucking, one of them was like, I'm not going to school, like, with him or whatever, right? So the dad paid another driver and bought another fucking uh, <laughs> Rolls Royce Dude, to fucking do this. My dad got taken out by a shake. It's not chic. It's it's shake. I think. And uh, he got taken out by one to go to a camel auction. And these guys are buying camels for millions of dollars because they do camel races and shit. So they got uh, fucked, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they're doing Formula One races for shits and giggles. Yeah, you know. Fuck! I want that. And that was the Dubai segment of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious, man. You know what's funny is I feel like you controlled this show more than, than I did. I'm sorry, you, dude. I no, talk a lot. But no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Oh, I love... That's the thing is I love when the guest talks because I'm like, cool. I'm like, fuck, just to fucking listen. <laughs> get all my notes. Ask another question. But so I love when, when they talk. But uh, no, I'm and I'm saying it's a good thing because it's like sometimes I'm like, uh, yeah, well, and I'll try and like linger on a topic, and then so you're like, "What's well, the debate?" <laughs> I'm like, "Perfect, yeah, exactly." No, you're pro- uh, prompting. Segue. Yeah, you're, you're prompting me now. No, because sometimes when I ask questions to guests, um, answers are a bit long, and and then it's kind of like you'd be like, "Okay, you could tell like the list at this point are like, okay, answer the question." I mean, yeah, yeah. But then that's my problem as well. With sometimes my questions are too long too. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah. So this question, this question, this question, this question. Yeah. I tell me an answer. It's actually it's saying that. I was like, got like, like I was saying, like, just from watching your shit, I was like, so I'm like, I feel like he's, he's got a lot to say, and I was like, he's got like long-winded questions, whatever. But the thing is, then, and I'm not like that's not a bad thing. It's funny because me and my brother actually we shout out my brother Tyler Gang Gang. Um, we watch um. 
Pat McAfee together sometimes. Yeah. And like, he watches it all the time. I here and there I'll tune in. But um the thing for me is I was like, I don't really like football and then he'll watch football for sixteen weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then once that's over, I'm like, okay, cool. But, yeah. But then now Pat McAfee is like Monday to Friday. So then now I'm he's still hearing about football, right? So I was like, fuck this guy. And then one day I sat there and watched him like He's fucking hilarious. I'm oh like, yeah, I love this dude, no, right? Good. Yeah, but no. So we'll watch it like that, and then he has AJ Hawk on the show, right? Yep. And AJ Hawk, we've we we've discussed the same thing. Is he's got like kind of like these big like precursors to the question or whatever. Yeah. And he, and he gives like, a big long winded question, but that's but that's a good thing because it not only provides information to the the people watching who might know quite what you're talking about, but now you've provided all the information, put yeah. them in position. And then now they know why you're asking the question, whatever, right? And sometimes I do that too. I'm like, uh, yeah, so you know, this and that and then the other thing. While I'm saying it, I'm like, I feel like no one understands that I'm about to ask a question, you I know? You. Like, yeah, a big yeah. thing that I started finding out my, after my first few interviews was like, <laughs> battle rap is also very intimate, like the people that know about it and shit. So like, I'd talk to a famous battler about another famous battler and he'd rep, oh yeah, this person. But then I'd break down the scenario or the event they were at or yeah. like the tournament they were in because like for for a battle and they're going to get it. But for me, like, oh yeah, you remember this event in Toronto in 09? I'd break it down to what, why this happened, when this happened, and yeah. how this happened. Pizza and the yeah. Red Bull shit. Yeah. Hey, my guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't, that, that was one of your recent posts, but I saw that and I was like, and that was one of the examples. Actually, I showed my, as an example, I was like, yeah, you know, like, but like I said, I'm not saying like, fuck you, these long-winded questions. It's, it's, it's good, right? Like I said, it all provides all this information and then it kind of puts everybody into the fucking mindset or whatever. What are you doing over there? I just the camera out. pointed at me, but nobody could see me. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm probably pointed at the camera. <laughs> you definitely, yeah, you pointed at the camera for sure. It's very minty. Yeah? I don't know what it is. I tastes like Kush Mint by Back 40, but it could be something different. It's might be, but it was, uh, it's not a, it's like a gray market one. Yeah. Um. The fucking way, gang, gang. Um. I want to say, fucking thanks for coming through, man. Boy, thanks for having me. Let's I do this again. You. I think you no. And that's the thing is, is was like, man, I feel like should have started recording when we first got here because we, even the stuff that we did talk about beforehand, I almost kind of forget what we were talking about. So I couldn't bring it. Yeah, basically, what we were talking but, about is I'm a pretty fucking cool guy, and like you should listen to my podcast. And like you know, right. shout out to my boys in the cut. I brought my entourage with me. Like we're recording a record. Uh, <laughs> it's always Sam Radford. It's never not going to be Sam Radford. It's all my life. It's never not going to be my life unless I die. Uh, shout out to Styles. Shout out to Jonesy. Shout out to the Rainbow Room. Shout out to the Romper Room. Shout out to the Peanut Gang, the Peanut Gallery. <laughs> shout out all over Canada. Shout out world. Jonesy on the one twos. Ba, ba, ba. Let's fucking finish the episode. <laughs> Any motherfucker way, gang, gang. I think that was a fucking great outro, outro for yourself and all of us. Um, Jonesy, thanks for doing what you do. Love you, gang, Jonesy. gang. Yeah, anytime. Big shout out to fucking B Show out there. You already know what it is. Thanks for the fucking uh, lightning round. I've actually never had lightning round in my possession. It's always been him. Well, it's because it's a thing, right? Well, we don't want you but, to forget about it. But now I have it. Now I have it. If I ever need it, it's there. Um, again, thanks to fucking Sam Radford. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, friend. <laughs> uh, appreciate you coming through. Um, thanks to everybody 
like you said, romper everybody in the gang. Or yeah, in the yeah, cut. gang shit. I already know what it is. Shit. Um, I'm Styles the Prophet. I'm Jonesy. Gang, gang with B Show. We are the Basement Weirdos, and this is the 4G Audio Podcast. Thanks for coming through. Sam Radford. Gang, gang, go check out My Life Podcast by Sam Radford. You already know what it is. Shout out, everybody. Love you, Mom. Peace. <laughs>